Yo, it's packed in a motherfucker tonight. Everybody's here. We have beautiful special guests. We have the wonderful uh, pork marinating extraordinaire, Casey McVicker. We have our own in-house athlete, Andrew Thomas. We have the ammo herself, Amy O'Neill. We have our main man, one of our best art directors in the spot, Jason Canuto. And we have an amazing talent, a, a great creative with Catherine Alvarado and our indestructible host, Big Man himself, Young Thickness, uh, Donnie Knowles. Thank you for remembering my name. Hello, everybody. How are you doing? Um, I'm great. How are you? I'm, well, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good at this point. I'm happy to do some staff management, but I enjoy it. Uh, can everybody say your names and such so we know what everybody sounds like? Thomas, how are you doing? I'm great. Uh, Andy Thomas here. Haven't been on the podcast in probably months, so good to be here. Well, it's good to have you back, Thomas. Yeah. Ammo, what's up? Good? All Jason. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Give a lady a chance. Okay, I'm, I apologize. This is about women's night. It is. It's, it's true. It's a, it's it's a perfect, perfect true. segue right there mm -hmm. into all of tonight's topics. Mm -hmm. I've done this before. Professional woman, Andy, how are you? And um, Jason. Notice how I was, uh, I was very courteous right there. There you I go. Let that woman speak. Mm -hmm. Cross my legs. <laughs> Good. Well, and how are you? Bueno. What? Bueno. Bueno? Good. Excellent. Well, tonight we're going to be talking about feminism yeah. and women's, yeah, and women's issues a lot because they've Ooh. been. Boo yourself. They've been coming up a lot in the news recently because everyone is hitting and killing everybody. And Ain't nobody getting killed. Just chicks are getting slapped the fuck up. Yeah, but where's, oh, where's, that's where's, where's, sure that's, that's it. That's all. That's all. Is that because ladies can't defend themselves? Was it, uh, uh, now, are we just talking comments? nationwide, or are we talking worldwide? We're, we're <laughs> talking <laughs> like specifically worldwide. New York City, or like anywhere outside of New York City? Because I'm. I'm, I'm speaking on a cosmic level. No, for him. Are no. we talking about how TV shows and movies sexualize female murder victims? <laughs> Not yet, but I would love to. And this is everything that we'll be talking about. <laughs> uh, okay, also, of course, we, uh, we will also be getting into the current state of people being against feminism because they find it, doing air quotes, annoying. And what's going on with that? But I would like to start by, uh, by asking our newest guest how she feels the state of women are. How are you feeling as a woman right now with all this stuff going in the news? Are you cool? You like men's rights? You work as a bartender? This must be something that comes up occasionally in your line of work? Um, I mean, I guess, I guess I'm what you could call like a, a modern feminist. I definitely don't have any tolerance for people who disrespect me in a way, especially when it comes to like a sexual um, like dominance over me, mm -hmm. like, just because they're a man and I'm a woman that I have any less rights or deserve to have any less voice than you. Mm -hmm. um, I think you, I would be typically classified as a bitch. Oh, interesting. Okay. I think is what they a term mean. of reclamation at this point. Now, is this a um, bad bitch or just a bitch? Indeed. Or a basic bitch. Which brand of bitch are you? Or a basic bitch. Um, there's so many bitches. Yeah, is that a basic know. tattoo sleeve that you have? <laughs> I, <laughs> um, She's not a basic bitch. No. I, 
I just think that I think that every woman should stand up for herself, but I think that there is also a misconception about what feminism is, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know. Like I just it always like baffles me when women are like knowingly subservient to men and just like just when when like this like people accept the status quo for how to treat a woman and like they don't ever challenge it or question it that just blows my mind mm. i and think every woman should stand up for herself all the time mm. and have you noticed that there that have you noticed that there's a lot of women who are sort of accepting the way things are in that way um i think there's a breed of women that are accepting in that way but i think that there's also I think like on the the converse of that that there are like an enormous amount of women that are no longer willing to take it and they're finally standing up and speaking out and saying something and that's exciting because that seems to be like skyrocketing even though the like the bill was just recently passed that uh for equal pay Mm -hmm. um or it was i'm sorry it was not passed it was like everyone voted against equal pay for men and women for the same exact job a little ridiculous I, I mean that's insane. It? It's fucking insane. Shut your mouth. How that's is that insane. Ridiculous. What? <laughs> I'm. I will. I know this is a podcast and mm-hmm. you don't have visuals, but I will punch. Yeah. No, please, please I will do. Punch. Please do. Please do punch. How are you feeling about this stuff? Um, I think it also goes beyond like you know women do need to stand up for themselves, but I think it goes just beyond women. I think it goes beyond like men too, like as a transgender or however you want to identify yourself. And like I think. It's not just like women standing up for themselves. I think it's everyone also acknowledging that equality. One hundred percent. And actually, that's something I, I actually really want to talk to talk about a little bit later. Is uh, if we are in a state right now where uh, gender has a time limit in terms of whether or not that's something we can recognizably categorize people with anymore. Um, Amy, you work in an office with a bunch of sweaty idiot men. So many dudes here. How do you do it? Yeah, but I feel like I'm not really like recognized as a woman in this workplace. Go on. <laughs> Good or bad? I feel I feel like there are times it works to your advantage, and then there are other times that it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. It just really depends, but like, do you what? do you feel that you are treated equally? No pressure. Sorry, what? Do you feel that you are treated equally? Um, no, but what? but. I would argue mm-hmm. that every single person at this office would say, say the same, the same mm-hmm. men and women, which there's like two, yeah, <laughs> two women. Yeah, and I think that is that is also where a lot of the argument against feminism stems from is people assuming that they are all in this, and they're everybody everybody is getting equally shit on. Mm-hmm. I think is, is 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 I assume. Well, I mean. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, well, I did want to put that in the bigger picture because, yeah, everyone's getting shot on whatever, but Dottie and I have had a previous conversation about men's rights <laughs> after yes. this. You know, it's like, no one needs to fight for the white man. Mm-hmm. That group is unnecessary. Sure. The reason that feminism exists is because it's necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, but within the context of this office, I think it is... I don't know. Actually, I do think it's kind of an issue here. I don't feel like I'm a victim sure. of that, mm-hmm. but actually, even before working here, you know, since I was dating someone here, I, I was privy 
to, to how things to work here. Mm -hmm. I kind of had an impression before you <laughs> came in here. Yes. What it was like. And it did feel like a really like macho boys club. Kind of the boys club situation. <laughs> but it's like yeah, but it's, a, but it's an, an aggressive kind of macho thing. But also like it's for a group of really intelligent people. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes there did seem to be some ignorant so theoretically, these are people who should be able to recognize. Huh? So theoretically, these are people who should be able to recognize when things are uneven. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Now, I also want to hear from the men really quick. Jason, mm. you are in a long-term relationship and are also ultra-masculine. Yeah, you see the deltoids on that man? Crazy. Go to Facebook. Damn. So what's, uh, how, I'm breaking my own rules here. How, how what, what is it you perceive as a man? Uh, are we are we in a state where things are getting better with feminism? Is it still a giant prevalent issue? Do you find it annoying? Um, well, and if you get a little closer, I would love you. Thank you. Closer. I think it's a I think it's a big issue. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean I've talked about this before. Like growing up where I grew up, uh, women don't have uh, rights as men do, and we're further back uh, in comparison to America. Mm -hmm. Where'd you uh, grow up? Uh, Cape Verde. Uh, it's off the west coast of Africa. But it's like men there can still have multiple wives. And I, I know most cultures, uh, religions do that anyways, but in a Catholic kind of religion, some men will still have two or three wives and treat them just oh, horrible. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, you still see some of that here in America. But I mean, I don't, I don't feel like it's ever going to really go away though. Mm -hmm. Like ever. I'm is, is it something that you ever witness? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, all the time. I mean, mm -hmm. you can I see mean, it might not go away worldwide, but I think, like, what coming back to what Catherine said, um, I think we're in a really interesting point in in time where, like, gender equality and like lesbian, gay, bisexual, transsexual, it's so on the front lines of everything right now that there's definitely like the tipping point is coming, mm -hmm. yeah. um, and I think that we're definitely going to experience it at, in our lifetimes. You know, the, the only thing that concerns me about that is like there are still a lot of people who are sheltered. Because like for you to kind of open you up, you say sheltered, but I think you mean ignorant. Ignorant, yeah. <laughs> and by, yeah, they're sheltered. That's a polite yeah, word. Exactly. Um, so, but they're ignorant because they're sheltered. Because they're sheltered, and so they won't have an understanding. Like, they, like sometimes you you sit down and I can't understand why a certain man would treat a certain woman a certain way. Mm -hmm. and to me, it's just unfathomable. And, and to them, it just seems like a normal thing. So that's it's, it's the argument of that's just the way I was raised. Exactly. So it's like, how can you control how someone is raised to eventually lead them to a certain kind of thought process mm -hmm. to treat women better? Well, okay. that's the thing, too. It's so embedded within certain cultures. And I'm not even talking about just, like, religion. Yeah. It's so embedded within certain cultures. Like, people can argue about, like, everything that's happening with the NFL and, like, you know, like, hip-hop culture, whatever. Mm. I'm a really big fan of hip-hop culture but there are certain cultures that it's so embedded that it's not things may improve but it's not probably ever going to go away it's like the way war is never going to go away I mean, it's going to always exist I, in some form of course but i think that the thing that we have in our generation now is the internet where mm -hmm. you have this instant access to every single place in the world and and I think that the, I mean, the internet has already, it's just changed everything and it is going to continue to change everything. And when you have like, I don't know, I, I just think that the information is out there and I think that people- It's your, you're, are, not, you're not alone anymore? You're definitely not alone anymore. And you, there are, 
I don't know. I'm I'm on like the other side of that where I like maybe I'm the ignorant one for thinking that it can change and that like I do have hope that it will change. But I think that the internet is like a blessing and a curse, of course, but I think that it, it now grants you access to things that when our parents were growing up were just completely tolerated in silence. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. and, and there was nowhere for anyone to go and now all you have to do, I mean like if something is happening in the world, it's on the front page of the of the internet. Mm -hmm. Like it, I, I just think that that is like a yeah. a source of the internet is a source of hope. That's excellent, and I really agree. <laughs> but it's with also you. a black hole. It, 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 it is, is a black, black hole. hole. I agree because well, it's not that I necessarily disagree with you. I'm just like talking on the other side of that because I do think you're right. We're going to see in our lifetime to tolerance being. I, I even hate the word tolerance. Just like yeah, tolerant is good. But I think we're going to see it, it change in a positive way. Um, but yeah, I definitely think on the other side, it will always exist in some form, and mm -hmm. the internet, yeah, can definitely go either way. Mm -hmm. Now, Thomas, what have you seen about this business? I, I was thinking of a, a good thing to add from my personal experience. I think it would have to be my brother, who lives in Jerusalem, 10 minutes from the old city. Um, we weren't raised Jewish. Uh, I hate to bring religion in, but no, I think do. it's, it's, it's necessary because yeah. it's just a different look at things. Uh, so he's he went full Jew. Uh, we yeah, were raised yeah. Methodist. As you should. Um, mm -hmm. Didn't know anything. I didn't know anything about Judaism. Anyway, he goes full Jew. He lives over there with his wife now. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. He devoted his life to Judaism. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, he's a, he's not a bullshitter. You know, he's a genuine guy. That's what he's doing. Mm -hmm. uh, their take on it is very interesting, and I think uh, there's a lot of misconceptions about it. And what I take from it is two sides of it. I see both sides, mm -hmm. and that's that. They respect women um, more than maybe I've ever seen before. Really? Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, very religious Jews, but it's very easy to 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 not see that because um, all we see is Hasidic Jews. Well, you see the women, and they're not able to. They're actually there's usually a wall between the women and the men because the the way it is, the men aren't supposed to be distracted by the women because the men are weaker. So oh, oh my God! I'm moving through. This is so in in Judaism, it's actually the men have more work to do in their lifetime because the women are already sort of at a point where they are more of diamonds and gems. They're they're sort of closer to God than the men are. So the men have to work harder. So it's a common misconception that because women aren't with the men chanting, banging on tables, and like celebrating, that the women are like. Uh, not up to their level. It's actually the opposite. It's that the women are already there and the men are trying to get there. So that's my brother's take on it. I see both sides. I also sometimes wish that the women could be there mm -hmm. chanting, banging on tables. So they I see the both sides of it. Well, and now can I, as a follow-up, how does this culture treat individuality? In, in what, can you give me a specific? As, uh, as in like, there's, there's the task of the man and the task of the woman at this, at this, sure, at this introduction. Sure. Very different. Is that so, ever varied? Right, so that is also a thing I see both sides of. So the women tend to, the most important thing in Judaism, one of the most important things is to tend to your children, is to, to teach them about Judaism. Mm -hmm. That is the woman's job, mainly. Mm -hmm. uh, the men are supposed to work on themselves again. They're supposed to teach themselves the Torah, they're supposed to learn it. The women are in charge of one of the most important jobs, which is raising the children, well, the future generations they come from of Jews. Them. So again, 
you can look at it both ways. You can say, well, the women aren't there studying all day. Like, what's up with that? Like, why do, they might want to study. And I see that, and I get that. Well, do you know, and they should be able to. But at the same time, mm-hmm. they in Judaism, they're doing one of the most important jobs, which is raise a few generations. Well, that's true. But so, what, what, what would you say the end game is for the men? To be closer to the God. Mm. I but, I mean, so it's a, is it like a constant state of self-improvement? It's, it's uh, yeah. And the it's women... Hacking into that X chromosome. Mm-hmm. It's self-improvement, I think, mainly for the men. For the for the women, it's more of like they're sort of already at this level, and they are there to uh, raise the children and teach uh, what they sort of know. That's interesting. Can I ask yeah. a question? Yeah. So you said that the women have to be separated from the men because they're distracting them to be there? And sometimes, yeah, in some circumstances. Because to me, I view that in a negative light, which sure. is like women in religion oftentimes being the seductress. Being, being the, sure. they represent desire, and you're yep. supposed to suppress desire. That's how I understand that. We're I understand that, but, but we're also imagine, animals. Imagine a wall up in Brooklyn where women could walk down the street in a dress and never have to get verbally accosted by another man. That is where... You mean, a com- you mean complimented? Shut your I understand mouth. your point. <laughs> it's, it's not even about that. It's, I, I, it's, no, no, it's no, no. I know. Fact, that's like a... Like that's a, like an interesting a, point. A real, but in Judaism, it's just about the about fact it. that, listen, men are animals. And if there's a woman in the women room... Women are animals? Women are animals, too. But it, uh, in some it's ways, I think in a different way. I think men have this sort of sexual... Um, uh, just they, they get distracted easier. Indeed. I'm gonna say that. I think they do. Indeed. Mm-hmm. I think I think it is necessity and that they're stupid like towards men. I mean, well, that's what you're telling me, so that's what I'm getting from. Actually, that is something I kind of want to address. Also, Are, about, like whole Judaic religion that goes with all of the cultural norms of all this other shit. Nolan has entered the game. I've entered the game, and you know, I mean, I'm I'm a Christian, and everything, but I mean, everything is very. Actually, yeah, okay. Let's distract from what I was about to talk about. Has anyone else had any sort of gender experiences involving religion? Like, like, like gender discrimination based from religion. Yeah. Bitches that don't fuck on the first date. (laughs) Ladies that don't fuck on the first date are essentially procrastinators (laughs) and the house is probably dirty. So, so do we as a culture or this particular round table we have here, um, how, how do you all feel about the acknowledgement of differences between men and women? Can you expand on that? Mm. For example, when, when Thomas was just speaking of how he feels that men are more aggressive, you know, like now, obviously, we can all speak to seeing aggressive men and aggressive women. Yeah. But do we think that there are differences in the culture of men and women? Before Amy says what she's about to say, not I blaming say, anything on you, Tom. I think <laughs> I think it's something mainly that we should talk about more often because I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of natural, like in our bodies, the way that we're made. I think there's a lot of natural things. Literally, chemically, that we should different. talk about. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's talked about enough, and that's where some of the ignorance and and it's, come into it. it's super mm-hmm. easy to say if a man is aggressive, he's like coming from a position of power. Mm-hmm. And if a woman is aggressive, she's clearly on her period. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are natural things, like there are chemical, <coughs> hormonal things happening in a woman's body that are just uncontrollable. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't have to experience these mood swings, 
if I could like pay somebody to take this feature away from me. Mm. Like, I mean, it would be incredible, but like that's just never going to happen and it's who I am. But a woman is always going to be considered a bitch. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could, you could say something similar towards men. We have a lot of testosterone, which kind of fuels our anger and rage and our other tendencies. Mm -hmm. And then you play football and you're like the most incredible linebacker. And, right. and then you make millions Indeed. of dollars. I have a comment, which it's is also the based off of my latest uptaking, which Donnie, you know about, which is <laughs> studying the tarot. Mm -hmm. House mystic, ain't and it's really <laughs> consulting mystic. Mm -hmm. It's How really been doing that. It's very new. I just, I just started like two weeks ago. Okay, it's actually a really involved process. But what's really interesting about it is the ultimate goal is to marry the duality within ourselves. So it's like the male mm -hmm. side, right? Things that are um, seen as males, like action. Uh, consciousness, um, create creation, mm -hmm. and then on women's side, it's intuition, it's passivity, it's, but not in a negative way. So it's more, it's, it's taking the time to reflect. Mm -hmm. So you have to marry these two things to be a productive individual. You can't be all action. Mm -hmm. You have to think. You have to self reflect. You have to go within the deeper mysteries of yourself. Whatever. Oh, I love so that. the end goal is that when you marry these things, then it's also the marriage of the God and the human, mm -hmm. and kind of just like bringing it into one individual. There's no one necessarily higher than you. Some people believe it, it depends. Anyway, sure. it's more complicated. How do, you, how do you feel about uh, creation lying under the side of men? Yeah, I was gonna. Um, I, think, I think throughout time, well, this has been terrible. something that has been mm -hmm. Associated, I, I think it's like female with intuition as well. Yes. It's kind of, to me, I, I haven't really picked that apart so much as understand that they exist within all this, because that's the point, is mm -hmm. that within darkness is light and within light is darkness. Like, all of these these dualities exist within each other, but it's it's consciously bringing them together. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the point. See, I, I understand that completely, but I think we should all acknowledge the fact that we have, as a man or a woman, potentially more of one side of it. And I think it's not acknowledged enough. And I mean, we just have certain tendencies that are natural that are a little different. Yeah, we have like biological things. And yeah, there's just man, woman, and then there's individual biological um, or genetic things. But um, yeah, we do have a little bit of all. Yeah, maybe one more than the other. Yeah, obviously, yeah, testosterone, obviously, a good example, estrogen, mm. whatever. But I think that's the ultimate well, goal though, right? To just like be the best version of yourself. Yeah, and the the the, the idea is that the best version of yourself is yeah, the marriage of that's those awesome. Things. So if the marriage and is is sort of like the new is so the, the marriage is it so much like a hybrid of gender, almost or or is it like no. a hybrid of or a neutralization of gender? Actually, the tarot actually come from Judaism. Like a lot of the, its thoughts come from Judaism mm -hmm. and like Kabbalah and stuff like that, which I hate saying out loud. Um, because I feel like that's obviously just like associated with Madonna, flaky, celebrity <laughs> sure. you know, I might as well say Scientology right now, but it's like, um, <laughs> but, uh, shit, what, what was my point? Where was I going with this? Um, Kabbalah monster. Nowhere. Oh, but basically the Judaism <laughs> stuff is, is, uh, 
Shit, I forgot what my Terrible. first exactly. thing was. Origin, I mean, Judaism. My take on it is Judaism. Man. Judaism was one of the first, uh, far, the farthest, some of the farthest back that we can take from uh, these ideas is Judaism because it just happened to be uh, recorded. So I think some of these ideas have been through a lot of religions. Judaism is maybe the first that was recorded of this that we can take from. So it's a pretty cool, I mean, I'm just, I'm not really, Jew, I don't celebrate Jew, Jew, Judaism. Mm -hmm. I'm not like a, you know, but I think there's a lot of things we can take from it because it's one of the first recorded um, mm -hmm. ideas. Really. Okay. All right, so what do you guys think is wrong with... You don't have to be scared. Sure. What do you guys think is wrong with male culture right now? Because I think, I think we, are, we are in a phase... The best of you. I think, I think we're in a phase where um, we're sort of there's no real lashback for for any, for any sort of the the qualities that men exhibit a lot of the time. You know, they, or at least there's a spin you can place on whatever thing they have. Like aggression is admirable because it's ambition. But here's a question: or, Like, so we have a professor at OU who's like a leading professor of porn, and this is that's really just arbitrating. But if you just talk about the sexual media, there's like two things. It's divided by biology and culture. And he's like, so all this stuff we can blame. Yeah, you can blame all of this on testosterone, you can blame this on estrogen, because some of this also be culture. Like, am I supposed to be a man because what I see on TV? Like, this is what I see on TV, what I see in the posters, what I see in all this. That's what I'm supposed to be. The woman's supposed to be what I'm reading, what I'm seeing, all this. Or is all of it just some guy wrote this shit like 100,000 years ago? Mm -hmm. We just follow that norm, and there's some new other. There's a whole new man that could be in here, but it could be a whole new movement off of this. So, Nolan, what is a man? I don't know. I'm, I mean, me. You're <laughs> that's a really that's a really bad answer. Well, uh, maybe but it's a good answer. answer. Honestly, it's <laughs> <laughs> honest it's talking. It's honest, you know. Like, or it's an individual definition. It's yeah. a, that's. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's up to interpretation, yeah. right? And I mean, we're also going. It's hard to it's hard to say because there's so many. There's so many identities of a man, you know what I'm saying? There's, you know, there's the heterosexual, there's the homosexual man, there's the black man, there's the white man. Mm -hmm. There's so many, it depends on which, which lens you're looking at it, right? Yeah. Because if you're looking at the cultural lens, it depends on right. at it. I guess if you're looking at a biological lens, that's probably the most en encompassing all, I guess. Mm -hmm. But that's, it's too broad of a scope. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. Okay, well then, let me, let me narrow it down a little bit. How do you feel like women are treated in black that's a deep question. That's a really deep question. Um, it depends on what aspect, but because there's some matriarchy in in black culture. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about the fact that most. I mean, just look at statistics. A lot of homes are pretty much black. That's true. Single but, mothers. But is but that that also seems but to be also in a, a in, It's like an invariable matriarchy. As in as in while while the women are in a position of power, it is a position that is their place. Yeah, and it's also kind of subservient. There's some kind of subservience to it too, because it's like there's a matriarch. I don't know if this is like a general, but there's like okay, so the, there's the mother, but then the mother would be like, oh, well, this is a bitch, this is that, because this is like a Lupe Fiasco talking about this, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. bad bitch. Bad, yeah, bad bitch uh, was a woman. I don't know. I can't remember. All yeah, she was saying, I'm a bad bitch. I'm a bad. Yes, yeah, you know. Basically, what the mother would be telling you was what a bitch is and. This is gonna confuse a young male to, you know, call other females bitches or other. Well, well, we do seem to be reclaiming the word bitch. Is that fair to say? Nah. No, are we not? Oh, there's a reclamation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a reclamation there. Why would you want to be called a female dog? 
because dogs are loyal and they're real nice. No, I don't know. I'm more of a cat. What am I saying? It's like a silly. No, animal. of course not. No, but there is a reclamation. That's why bad bitch exists. Go there is a reclamation. So, what are your thoughts here? I think. Oh, um, what Nolan. Yeah. So Nolan is like talking about like with like uh, religion and culture and stuff like that. Like it even goes goes even like more basic than that, where it's like nature versus nurture. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like a man and a woman are yeah, are you know um, physically like like Indeed. visually different. We are like visually different, and like you know there are times you know where like whatever, we're, we're biologically, whatever, that's different, but, like, also the way we are brought up or in the way that, like, our surroundings are told us to brought up, or we are brought up, it's like the culture side, I think, um, define man and woman, you know, mm-hmm. which is why I think this whole, like, uh, transgender game has recently, like, been brought up to play, you know, um, but... Well, that's, that's actually a good point. Do you think gender is even important? Um, on topic, I remember I was going to say before, in some religions, the hermaphrodite was the beginning, not man and woman, and some, with the tarot, for example, what? the end card, the hermaphrodite is the representation of Mary and the duality. Mm-hmm. That's what I was So why, why, is, uh, why do you think gender is that important? Um, well, or why well, important like, in what like, regard? Well, it's such a big... It's, it's uh, not... A, it's just like... It like... Like, I don't know, like, like what, is it, what is it mattering? Like, love? Like, shouldn't you just love someone for who they are, no, regardless if they're man or woman? Like, yes. shouldn't it be, like, all right, so, like, what about applying for a job? Like, if you no. are a strong-ass woman, nope. like, does it matter what it matters? matters. Just mm-hmm. a, I don't understand. Like, unless you're, like, a if semen donor or, like, an egg donor. Jobs, I don't, I'm, like, that's can't. a different... Wait, what? Hire the, hire the I think our company needs to consult a five-year-old woman. Sublime. Sure. And so, yeah. pick so, one up. Actually, you know, I don't think that's, need, I don't think that's a, true. Sublime, you should be. I think another Sublime, you should be cut on. What's to, to, talk, yeah, talk a little bit. No one would right. care about my throwback Romney joke. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> we, we have a difference. <laughs> we have a different opinion. I think that's interesting. I think you should say what you're going to say. Not like in any non-physical sense. Like in the creative field. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what yes. gender you are. Yeah. If you're a firefighter, if you're something like that, where you need to firefighters, <laughs> just as we hire the 14th like female you need firefighters group, this year in New York, is up all to 14,000. Out, out of all NYPDs, up to 14,000 female firefighters out of like 348. Don't need none of them. <laughs> but oh. woo! Say that I think that at this point, I've done, I've done a lot of firefighter work. Just done on with strength machinery. level, not like heart or will, because I bet like females do have like, oh, I need to save this person. Mm-hmm. I don't care what the fuck is in the way, but you need to lift a log. You need to lift a trust mm-hmm. from a house out the yeah. way to get to a person. You get like a six foot two dude versus a six foot two woman. But Venus versus common, like that. Like what happens if you get a small Everybody. Can we go back? He just said Venus versus Venus Kong? Williams because versus she's Kong? built no, no, kind of like a big dude. Serena, yeah, you're talking Serena. about Serena. Let's say Serena. Uh, Serena. 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 I thought you were talking about Venus nah. DeMilo and Common the Rapper. Common the Rapper. That's your top reference point. You're talking about Common, but. Common the Rapper because he is 6'2 and his. 
uh, better and he half. Has a, he has made Serena. a lot of money. Well, he's insulting any fucking law at this point. No, it has to be But he's built. He's, he's strong. He looks strong. Mm-hmm. Even though Serena has strong. proven to be stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's so why does it matter? Serena wants you out of the building. Serena Williams or Like I would like Serena to come get me. But Serena, here's, but Serena, hands down, everybody wants Serena to save them from a burning mm-hmm. building. But oh, here's the thing: yeah. Yeah. Common, in my fantasy, stay away. Common will just wrap the song about me dying. He'll write, yes. No, I want to talk about right here. He'll sing your eulogy. Serena can physically come get me. Common can't. Okay, I get you. Yeah. I understand. Well, like, you know, Amy, what's your point about common? Well, <laughs> it's, a, it's a race question. He's, he he's is black, much, yes. <laughs> that is true. But he I apparently, I heard he's that he would black. sleep with white women, but he would never, ever have a relationship with a white he's woman. A five, well, he's a five percent. Has he so, said that? Common? Yeah, right. Which feels like he's like, seems like a really enlightened dude. But then you hear shit like that, and then Black you kind culture. of feel like, what's yeah. a five percent? Yeah. So I don't you know all like about. You're really educated and yeah. really yeah. I can't speak on that. Because well, I would also like to say because you cannot see this podcast, but we have a, a darker skinned black man and a lighter skinned black man. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And I think that this what girl. you're about to say is very <laughs> and a what? And a brown girl. And a brown girl. Yeah. And a blue peace sign. <laughs> and I think like what you're about to say is is more interesting because of that. Yeah. Um, Why well, I forgot the question, but kind of. It was a like down. the five percent. Oh, the five percent. Okay, so basically, I don't. I can't speak on all the five percent. I remember I specifically remember. Did you ever take a class with Dr. Houston? Man, so there's this professor, Dr. Houston, that actually like went in depth about five percenters, and I know that one of the things is they was like anti-white, almost, almost damn near like anti-white. So to hear that, that he was the first one like comment. Is you know sleeping with white women? You know, he's contradicting his his own so so called beliefs, whether that's right or wrong. Um, and you're right for a person that sounds really grounded. All this it contradicts a lot of his. Being. I'm sorry, I still don't know what five percenter is. A five percenter is basically the best way I can put. It, they're like they're a sect off of the black Muslims. Um, it's really I really wish I could answer it better. Just be totally well, un PC. It's not even being PC. I just do not know all of what uh, a black a five percenter is. Give me like an urban dictionary definition of a five percenter. Is it just black men? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's not just black men too. Everybody, Nolan, Nolan, look it up. Okay, look it up. We'll get back to you. What were you going to say? (laughs) Okay, good. good. I mean, I've I've had an experience experience where one of the first first girls I had a crush on (laughs) in high school was white. And I remember trying to date her, and like all of my brother friends. And you're this is in Africa. No, this is this is in America. When I got to America, it's upstate. Oh, okay. I was I was pretty young. I was still in the Bay Area, though. Yeah. I mean, I was still trying to get it in. And <laughs> 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 um, I don't know what that means. No, but, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's I'm sex. Not it's, that's the next. Podcast. Don't you tell him. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but pretty much. So so I I didn't really think anything of it, uh, but I told some of my friends and. They told like some other female friends, and they found it completely disrespectful that I would try to date a white woman when there's plenty of other black women. I got in trouble with it too. And I was like, so? I was like, that's not really my problem though. It's like, exactly. I was like, at this moment, this is the woman I want to date. Mm-hmm. But so they'll take it as disrespect culturally, and then you can go back to, to slavery and kind of like supporting your own and how 
statistically, black women are less or just uh, bullshit in yeah. any race. They just bullshit. Or just bullshit. the world. Yeah. There's actually like statistics about it. Like they, they get opposed to weeks. Mm. And I just want to know my current girlfriend of six years is black from Georgia. Uh, so I'm not saying Ooh, I have a problem. Which Georgia? Georgia? Um, America, Georgia? Oh, yeah. yeah or oh, no, America, Georgia. <laughs> There are, there are two. <laughs> At least two that I know. I just thought it was interesting that it's like it's okay to sleep with white women, but it wasn't okay to I feel like it's, it's okay, okay to sleep with everybody. You can flip that same script though, because there's a lot of white women who just date black men but won't well, marry one. That's true. It's well, it's, yeah. a, it's 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 just well, yeah. it's equally just like what was it called jungle fever? And yeah, jungle fever and then Yeah, there's a movie made about it. Yeah, there you go. so it, it, it I feel like it's bad. And I mean the to I mean I'm I'm scrolling through Wikipedia which number one is the world's quote unquote most reliable resource. Just go to Urban Dictionary. Type right. in five percent. <laughs> the first I was gonna like, say the <laughs> most thumbs up read. Well, here's that the biggest one. thing I'm gonna say. If you go by five percent, you're going by um Muhammad that you know founded the mosque that Malcolm X one of it. This is the same guy that he was telling people so and so and he was cheating on people. So I mean you that already kind well, of, of course. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like everyone in history, I think, has like deep, dark secrets, yeah. but they are still the people that shaped the world that we live in. So right. it's all like everything that we know, every single thing that we wake up in the morning and think about mm -hmm. is a weird gray area. Like there's yeah. no, there's no black defined there's anything. No there's anything. just things that people who didn't know anything have sort of defined for us. And it's just, it's, it's all... Which relates well, back do you to think, Just take do you, what's good out of it. Do you just think that? I mean, just I, I think just be a good person. Just like be a person that you are proud of mm -hmm. is the ultimate thing. That this is the only thing that you can do is just be a, a not shitty asshole who is kind to other people on a daily basis. Well, that's true. And but that's but do you think that? Do you think that there's a possibility that culture is not? so much something that dictates what we are supposed to do, but something that is reflecting what we are actually doing? Like it's not, it's not a set of rules so much as it is an assessment. Can you repeat the question? <laughs> like, like, like we talk about, we talk, we're talking about how we are all obeying things that were written so long ago, but I don't think any of us really are. I think, I think the majority of us are sort of waking up and doing, obviously within the social construct, we're not all going out and stabbing each other. Or anything, but it seems of that we're not all we're not all cavemen anymore. But I think that I think that if there you go, I'm gonna take a step. Back. <laughs> I'm gonna take a step back. I have lost my train of thoughts. I I'd like to reiterate a Matt Sablon statement from earlier. It's okay to sleep with everybody. <laughs> everyone. Everyone. Yes. Yes. Everyone yeah. should be While able to. While there was a silence, I yeah. just wanted to reiterate that statement. These yeah. are good no, statements. Yes, but, that, but that's Chewing actually, because the reason that was brought up was because of Common, who had this particular belief, but what bringing that into a bigger picture is, is it, you're like, well, he seems so enlightened. Why would he think that? But then it's kind of like, are we just judging a culture's point of view? That would make or, are, or is that really the enlightened Well, that's, thing that's, a, that's another thing is, is, is the further we get into this, it inevitably it, it butts heads with culture of whatever country, of whatever gender, of whatever time period. So is it that, well, theoretically, if you lay this out, our ultimate end game is almost the elimination of culture. Yeah. But is that no. the worst thing ever? <laughs> you can't do that. But, but it, like, I guess, I guess it's the elimination of all of the negative 
parts of culture. I mean, mm -hmm. it's obviously never going to happen ever. Mm -hmm. But I think that, and it comes back to, to the word tolerance mm -hmm. that you didn't like. And I mean, it is a stupid word where it's like, why, why is that embedded in my culture that I like? Have to tolerate. Yeah, like why I should natural? just, it's like a half part mm -hmm. of people. Like I should yeah, just yeah, yeah. be accepting of everyone for, mm -hmm. Who they for are. whatever they want to do and, and whoever they are. Do you like, boo boo? That's yeah. the motto. Do, uh, yeah, what? Do you boo boo? Yeah. What? Do you, do it's you boo boo? Now, Kat, what do you think about <laughs> that? That's the motto. You have been such a, well, an integral I think part of like, this. Like, I'm glad you, like, stepped back from, like, the elimination of culture, because that's, like, definitely, like, super extreme for me, but, um, I mean, like, the only reason, like, the only, like, way that I can, like, really think about this and, like, kind of, like, digest it through my own, like, lens of life, pink lens, is that what friends in the philosophy is? There you go. No, that's feminism. Yeah. No. Oh, my God. Did I say pink? pink? Oh, my yeah. bad. Out of here. I meant brown. You are. Go. Go. Tinted, tinted lenses. The only way that I can rose, digest rose it. Color. Oh, rose color. Rose color. Rose color. Is that sexual? Lens. All right, go on. Um, is that like, okay, so like, um, I'm in a relationship right now, right? And uh -huh. like, before my relationship, I felt that I was like one, like, I'm still like one giant, like, man-hating girl that's like independent of like certain things right but like and I have this boyfriend and I love him and five. the way he he treats me sometimes I get really pissed off because it's like he wants to pay for my dinner he wants to like uh, open the doors he wants to he really he really goes out of his way to and this is the only way that I think about it. like culture it's like he really goes out of his way to be like a gentleman towards me oh. and this idea sometimes with like females and like you know oh like I don't like when they pay for it all like blah 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 like all these things it's like I don't like that either, but if it what makes my boyfriend happy and he loves doing it for me and it doesn't really like I'm not making a sacrifice, I'm not like giving in a part of myself. Um, I'm just showing how I showing how I <laughs> appreciate God. No, I guess you because I do that because I gotta put my hand out for like my, my wife. When I get out the cab or something like that, I'm what? like, okay, because you're not strong enough to get out the cab. No, but no, that's no, like that's no. my thing. No. I'm like, oh, you need help. But see, that's, that's <laughs> Let me give you my man on no, so you can get the fuck out the cab. That's, that's the gray area because it's it's, <laughs> it's wonderful when another human being wants to pay for all of your things and like treat you like a. I'm not gonna say princess or queen. Yeah. Treat you like, like an upper echelon so and so, non-descript generic. Some sort of royal daughter. Yeah, no, daughter. <laughs> I was trying to take matter for gender out of respect sure. and consideration. I just I think it's it's about being considerate of other people and like like why are yeah. women to like we have to now question just because it's like quote unquote like feminist to, to not take a hand. Like to not like yeah. it, like when a gentleman like opens a door for you, you're gonna get pissed at him? Like, that's just a human like, being dialogue. doing a general, like, nice thing for another human being. And I I'll think that that that's what it should be, yeah. yes. Yeah. I'd just like to clarify that Matt's wife is a strong-ass architect. Yeah, she probably who opens the doors for him yeah. and offers the hand. He's definitely Matt the stumbles. lady. In Matt this. stumbles out of that cab. She, uh, <laughs> she guides him. She yeah. probably pulls him out of the cab. So okay, so the, the Matt wears the dresses. So ship. So what we're, what we're nice talking about is. Uh, but or, you have a nice one on right now. What we're talking about is chivalry, uh, and. It's nature, obviously, lies in medieval times when everyone was like, what if we didn't rape everyone anymore? 
that would be pretty good. And everyone agrees to a large extent. What is that? I I was in a first date situation this past weekend, Mm -hmm. and I I felt like, because I've heard from multiple girls, like, oh, well, you know, you, you pay for half. Dutch. Going Dutch. Because that's the New York way. But I still can't do that, and I'm glad that you said that, because I that's not the way that I would do things. Because if it's someone that I actually care about and that I want to spend time with, and, like, this is someone that's apparently superior to me, or, like, I care about more than, like, other people, I don't know. Like, why not give more, put more yeah, effort yeah. into it? And, like, money, to me, for a movie or something is not that big of a deal. So, like... I, I don't know. Like, why not? Well, okay, I so th- I think. Well, see, that's that. That is another thing. See, we have this this chivalrous culture that's been long established, which is tight, which is to some tight, you know. And again, it's much better than the barbarism we had before. Yeah. But it's also, in, in a large part, remain unchanged in a generation that has changed a lot of other aspects of culture, and and is and. And basically what I want to ask is, is there a way that we can update chivalry for the 21st century where there is not an implied servitude? Well, but then again, I think chivalry, like when you think of chivalry, you think of, you think of men. Mm -hmm. And like getting back to what we were just talking to, a person opening a door for another person just because he's a man, like I don't think it should matter. Like it shouldn't fucking matter. It shouldn't well, matter because I'd be drunk out my ass and my wife will open the door for me right, and, and extend right. her hand and I'll everybody embrace it. Everybody should just be kind <laughs> well, actually, Unless you're in a rush. I got a so, great, I got a great then, example real quick. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. That was is, it was is, like, so Matt. happens all the time. Y'all. Like, <laughs> so Matt. It's a joke. Would you consider you your wife opening the door for you to be chivalry? Hell yeah. That's tight. So maybe that's one way we could go about it, is chivalry is simply a set of behaviors as opposed to a gender assignment. Non-gender assignment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but is she doing that out of the kindness of her heart, or is she fucking obligated because you can't open that door? (laughs) Oh, right. Both? A little bit of both? Yeah, if you're totally wasted. She understands my situation, she understands how inebriated I am, and... She's just, and she's just a nice, nah, just understanding anyway. individual. Good. Yeah, like, Thomas, like Thomas you said you had an example. Yeah, yeah. My, my roommate came back uh, was a couple weeks ago, Simon. He's, uh, he's been with a lot of women over the years. He's like 41 years old. Uh, he experienced something he's never experienced before. The woman, he was on a date with her, really liked her. Uh, at the end of the date, they were at dinner. She said, um, she threw the, the money down when the bill came out. She was like, you'll get the next one. And just Yo. looked at him. And just like looked at him. He That's was a like, feminist. He came back and he was like, Presumptuous. Wow. Like, yeah, he was like, so I'm, wrong. yeah. Why should we be surprised? <laughs> awesome. See, like, to me, I would never pull that move because area. I would think that was really presumptuous. He loved it. That's all I'm saying. And a little but, too but here's, here's the thing. Well, it may I, think, be, I think that situation right there was not only spontaneous and like, it was also a turn on for your friend. Well, but, like, let him know also, that she wanted to go on another one. Exactly. And, and all of us. That's, that's, I think. I think that's like think the one thing that like everyone's on. always like super blind and like that's a that's the black area. Like, does she want me again or does right. he want me again? And should she, I play hard to get? Right, should I not? What, what's yeah, the right there? Yeah, she was like, no here? bullshit, straight up. Like, let's fuck. Yeah, you stay for the next one. one. No bullshit. <laughs> that was really cool. And this lady was I think that's it. That's her network. I've done it and it's worked out. One at a time, everybody. For doing what? Sleeping with someone on the first date. 
Who hasn't? You're not a procrastinator. That's what I can say. But other people, I haven't. Your house is really clean. Jason! It wasn't in my house. I slept with my current girlfriend on the first date, and we've been together for six years. I also have not been together for years. I feel like if that, sleeping with someone on the first date, it just depends on character. But that also brings up a whole other thing that I don't even want to go into because I will get so mad I will storm out of here. Please no, go into it. Absolutely not. But like the fact that women are not allowed to be sexual creatures, like if the fact that a woman, if she sleeps with a man on the first date, what are you We're doing? I'm saying that. We're not saying. You just made you. You do it here. Yes, but you know what? If 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 something were to turn in that situation, and if she didn't like you, and if you were bad in bed, which probably you were, because most men are <laughs> bad in bed, and they think that they're incredible. But <laughs> like a woman is not allowed <laughs> to. Well, we can say it's a lot of women. However, yeah. however, we can say a lot of women perpetuate that by not telling them they're bad. The thing is. I can tell you a bunch of things. Not to come to the woman's response, but you know See, what I mean? It's like by just being like, you're actually you're not right that there. great. I think that right. women should be allowed to have sex on the first date, have sex whenever they fucking want to, like of a course. man can, and not be considered a slut. There's no way. Absolutely Everybody. Everybody. Talk to Including Everybody. Talk to Please don't bang the table. My bad. Thank you. Jason. I don't have so much to say. Jason. I feel, I, feel, I feel like right now she has a lot of <laughs> history that's kind of like coming forward. But I can say, I'm speaking for myself, is like when I met my uh, current girlfriend, I didn't judge her for sleeping with me on the first day because I do what I expect women to. If, if I'm going to go ahead and cheat on you, I'd expect you to cheat on me too because that's equality. If I'm open the door for you, I expect you to open the door for me because that's equality. So, quantity. Equality. Equality. Your quality example is cheating on each other. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, if, if I, the worst thing I could do to you, I expect you to do it uh, to, to me as well. I shouldn't say it to here that's, and tell you yeah, that. That's oh. a wonderful outlook. So, and also when it came to, to sex, that's also a problem that women have is they're not vocal. They sit there, well, I'm just going to face this orgasm. Well, girl, that's your fault. That's your problem. No, 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 no. Because no. I'm not the that's, one. So, so basically, I enter a relationship just that way. I find out, I mean, one, women are kind of complicated, so they expect you to kind of figure them out. And mm -hmm. then eventually, maybe on the second time around, you do a little Q&A, not during sex, maybe afterwards, during yeah. dinner. Mm -hmm. You talk about some other stuff, it's trial and error. Mm -hmm. There's no woman who's the same. Mm -hmm. I was wondering, like, you can't lift that pussy to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, all right, okay. Hold on, okay, okay. cats. You can't okay. say that all men are bad. <laughs> sure. So, like, from, from, um, oh my God, from past two discussions that the we just had. The voice of reason. And, um, so, like, my thing is that, like, not only can you, like, ha should women not be allowed to have sex on the first date, but they should also be allowed to have the choice to not have sex on the first date. Yes. The second date or even, like, Three weeks after that date, like yes. the choice, and and I think the big thing here with like with everyone is just like um, taking everything in and understanding that although you may not agree with that person's situation or um, like like I uh, God hold on one second mm -hmm. procrastinate I do not agree with what you say, but I I, I uh, will protect Me? you the right to say it. No, yes. I'm just saying uh -huh. like in general, right? Mm -hmm. Like sorry, I was just pointing to the oh oh the microphone. <laughs> yeah, to the microphone. No, I appreciate that. You know, I get, like it helps make your voice louder. 
Like, um, and, and that goes along with everything. Even if, like, I do not agree with the choices that you make, but I will defend your right uh, to, to choose them. Like, uh, just change that one word, choice. Um, I will die for your right to be an idiot. Um, well, that's different. <laughs> I think that's a little bit different. Like, I'm not going to defend your right to be an idiot, but um, if you want to say something, if you want to choose some way, or if you want to, um, I guess, go about something, I'm going to allow you that free choice or that free, or, or like, um, or if I don't want to accept it, I'm going to at least try my hardest to understand why you came from that direction. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like a big thing too, because it's like, you know, okay, so she's the prude, like, blah, 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 like, you know, like, why is she the prude, or like you know, or she's a damn slut? Like it's like these things stem from other out like factors and uh, things like that. The importance of the nature versus nurture shit. Like no, that's true. People should be able to, to exist way. with separate points of view. Yeah, yeah and mm -hmm. I think that's something that people need to like. Like uh, my friend, all right, I love my friend Jay, but <laughs> <laughs> well, now love that we all Jay. know who it is, is love you, Jay. The most <laughs> ignorant. <laughs> person I know, but Jay, you are the biggest teddy bear in the world. Um, and he is like redneck, he's a, a sexist, he's mm -hmm. probably like totally belligerent, but like I will defend him for the right to do the things that he does because it's right. like he's just, that's all he knows and I think it goes back to the fact that he's sheltered. As long know? as it's not out of line. Well, I, well, think, I, think, I yes, think he agrees with me. He doesn't hear me. I think he would agree with me. If we were to, if we were to bring him to this table, he would probably be more on the Sablon side <laughs> of things in, in a more genuine way. Mm -hmm. But, um, and it's just the way I think we need to understand where people are coming from. My thing is this. Like, I, I, okay, to kind of go off of what Jay was saying, kind of what you were going to say. The, the girlfriend I'm currently talking to, that I'm busting my ass for to find an apartment for and get here to New York City. We had sex. Yeah, we had sex the first time we met. But I didn't. I didn't come out the gate like, oh my god, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be out here smashing. Mm -hmm. Like, no. Mm -hmm. I literally came as it's my brother's wedding. It's gonna be this girl. I don't need. I hope some other stuff happens. That's interesting. Like, you know, like, what I, I, I'll, I'll even go the extra mile and say like, like a guy would think. I hope some other stuff comes from it. But you know what? I'm not. I'm not pushing it. Mm -hmm. She was on the bitch. And yo, that's cool. But. I'm outside of thinking. I'm outside of thinking that way. Like, oh, you're a hoe, you're a slut, or oh, you're a prude, or this. How about the you're gonna make your own decisions. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna make my own decisions. How about the counterpart to that? It's like I've had a situation where uh, this woman wanted to have sex. Mm -hmm. I said no, and she said I was gay. Ooh. So, because that's so hard. So, like, oh, so, so oh, you gotta go there with right. that. Shit. <laughs> no, that's where he should go with that. Yes. Yeah. So like, like I, that's I, the converse. Right. So I'm like I'm in a club. Okay, I'll show you. But have, that is I, the much less, like, commonly known. Yes, but that, but, but still, I feel like it still applies because the reason why it's commonly it's it's less known is because of our perspective on how men should act. So most men, I mean, I was raised by a woman. I grew up around most women. Mm -hmm. The only time I actually became more masculine and belligerent and just overall dick is because I realized that some women were attracted to it. I was a nice guy. I was like in ninth grade. It was a horrible thing. No, to you should always be no, nice, guy. No, no, you shouldn't. Do oh you know my why? god, my boyfriend, <laughs> my boyfriend is why. the nicest fucking guy in the Fuck world. Fuck that. I can tell you why. Well, you, you, but you guys probably <gasps> down south, right? Why? What are you saying? Well, you already declared yourself as go a slutty bitch. No, you didn't say slutty before, but if well, you want I said that I only had sex on the first word. date. Yeah, well, you just ain't procrastinating. Oh, I just, I just went. Do what you want, and that's fine. But 
to make a point, it was like the ninth grade, uh, I was taught to be, to, to, to be uh, a gentleman. So when I first uh, met this girl and we were started dating, I didn't kiss her on the lips right away, I kissed her on the cheek. And I would buy her flowers <laughs> and all this other shit. The did girl you ask me. to kiss her? You said, can I kiss you? No. It was sublime. The nice laughing. guys always did that. You were always like, oh, <laughs> The thing is, though, no. she dumped me and not directly, indirectly, through her friend. She had her friend do it because I was too nice. So, so it kind of like, it's one of those things where I had an opportunity to break up with her before that my friend told me she was going to do it. Mm -hmm. So Beautiful. I didn't do it. I let Beautiful. her. Do nice guys finish last? It depends. Depends. <laughs> That's an interesting question that I would love to see answered. Yes, you let her come first. <laughs> I know that I. <laughs> I was gonna go there, but I didn't do it. I know I that for a long time, should. I've always dismissed the nice guys, and it's only recently in my life that I've kind of evaluated like the people I pick. Exactly. To surround me, not just boyfriends, uh, people, but especially with boyfriends, I always pick the ones I know I'm gonna have to chase the entire relationship. Exactly. And it's fucked up, and it's not right. Nice guys should win, but, nice they guys don't. Should, but it doesn't so always win. work but out that way. But is there a privilege that comes with nice guys? No. Nice guys a lot of the time not seem to assume like that they should be. Nice no, no, no. Guys. I think I think the problem with like nice guys should win. And I think that the problem stems with with, with the woman. And Interesting. With, with what the woman, like I have, I have met, and like myself included in this, like I dated dicks. I dated fucking assholes for a really long time. But that was because like I was a fucking asshole and I was confused and I didn't know. So it's, and then it's the same thing to say that nice guys like asshole girls and nice girls like asshole guys. No, but no, 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 I think, I think that Speaking no, from I a guy who's been, <laughs> been told I'm nice, I, I don't that, look for asshole girls. Yeah, like I think like, that when the, the, when the opposing sometimes? sex, like you, you seek out like what you see in yourself mm -hmm. and you only settle for that because like I was only settling for assholes because I myself was an asshole. For what like, you I, think you deserve. What's an yeah, asshole? Like, that's what I thought I deserved. I thought I deserved somebody that, that treated me like shit and that I had to chase around. And then th there was one boyfriend in particular where I was like, what am I doing? Like, I don't, I deserve more than this. Like, I but want the nice guy. Yes, I do. But Matt Sublime, shut up. Yes, I do. <laughs> do you? <laughs> but you have to hope that there's going to be that last straw person in your life. And again, outside of relationships or in relationships, that there's someone who's going to be like, show you the light that right. you fucked up with your choices. There's something within you. Maybe. That's, or, but that's seeking this out. And you need, sometimes you need the push with someone in your life who's going to be like, 100%. You gotta, you gotta wake up. Definitely. Wake up. I like, ideally, it would be like you found it within yourself. But yeah, sometimes, sometimes you just need that, you need that, that fucking too. asshole. I agree with that too. Yeah. I think it's it's really about the, like self reflection and just like it's not always about like the other person or something. It's like you, you got you got to know yourself. Yeah, I love yourself. But you have and to that goes with both genders. How do you know yourself? You have to make the conscious that's choice beyond gender. to look within yourself, though. And people. <laughs> I think that's pretty Nature, true. Nature. Uh, I'm only speaking from my own experience because I've talked to a lot of girls who, who seem to think this, but like a lot of girls say to me, you know, like. I'll be like, wow, you, you seem to date a lot of like assholes who are really mean to you. And they'll be like, yeah, well, a lot of guys, like, you know, girls are mean to them. And I was thinking like, not really. Like when I think about guys, when guys are looking for girls, 
it's not, they're not like, yeah, like, I really like this girl. Like, she's a real, she's, a, she's a jerk to me. Like, she sucks. Like, she's the worst. Like, I feel like guys don't talk like that. I feel like guys generally are like, so yeah, she's, like, she's super cool. Like, she like, I don't know. Um, I, that's how I feel. I think girls, honestly, are a little more, I think there's a, a difference there. I think I girls have this thing where it's like, the guy's kind of a dick to me, but he's nice yeah. to me. And that's like the amazing part is when he's nice to me because he's kind of a dick. That's called the fiction of the fix. I had this conversation with Willem earlier. It's called fiction of the fix. You think that you're going to fix this person. It makes you feel so fucking good about yourself because you think you're the right person. But also I want to talk about this office. You want to be the girl that changes him. It's a male-dominated office here. I've heard you guys talk about girls. My ears are always open, by the way. <laughs> That's how I am. First of all, you don't talk about yeah. first, girls like that. First of all, that. I don't appreciate yeah. being pointed. Can I say Don't that? talk about girls like what? Don't talk about girls like what? I've heard you all talk about girls. Wait, who are you General, are, general, general, general. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Hey, I'm not pointing at anyone here. I only did that to Donnie for no reason because he's been nothing but a gentleman the entire time he's talked about his girlfriend. I mean, but he's, he's wearing an actual gentleman. Tie, an actual but anyway, the point him. is, Just I have had the experience what? now of working around guys who don't think I'm listening. Like I was saying before, I don't think I'm necessarily seen as a woman in this office because I kind of hang with everybody. I'm kind of like, I'm cool yeah. with everybody. Like, I don't impose any real female views on you. So I think I get by sure. as one of the guys. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is be careful with those but generalizations because when you leave out guys who are actually nice and, and say good things about girls, girls then you, it hurts my feelings because, like, I don't well, say that stuff. Hey, like man, Andrew. Hey, hey man. So, I said the general oh, the view. I didn't guy. say anyone in particular Just here, saying. and I'm not it's going to ever to call out sure. individuals. So, so, we've been trying to make distinctions Andrew all day. That's Thomas is a gentleman and a scholar. <laughs> Whatever, but amen. Person, middle name. Person, last. Oh, all right. All I'm saying is, like, if you don't make those distinctions, then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, yep, we're all just in that like big well, thing, we've all been and talking all, about all the girls think yeah. we're all just the same, and it's it's annoying. Okay, sure. you are a nice guy, and not it's a not nice guy. Me. You wouldn't want to date me. a nice guy. You would want to date. It's not about me right now. <laughs> what does that even mean, though? Are it's not about in general. It's not uh, about any of us individually. I'm, We're speaking as a species. In general. Right, I'm just saying I happen to oh, have mm-hmm. had the benefit of, as a female to overhear a casual Amer- exactly. male conversation, mm-hmm. and I know that it's not all... Well, it's not, it's not about our office. Jason. I can <laughs> yeah. say the same thing, because I've, I've had the pleasure of be working with a group of females. I used to work at this Burger King, and somehow they kept hiring all women. And oh my God, y'all are raunchy and nasty. Because <laughs> the shit I've heard, it went from the nastiest things that girl like. I, it's like you know how men have a perception of how women don't poop or pee or some shit. Like they so don't. They don't. They don't. They don't extrude any toxins. Oh like, my God, no. I have pictures. They don't see. I have photographs of burnt. my bowel but, movements but, if you want to see them. But uh, it's like the conversation <laughs> does get as 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 uh, intense as as men. And when they speak, and I know sometimes when men speak about women, they do the same thing that monkeys do, and, be, and you know, just kind of pound on their chest and exaggerate things. <laughs> That's kind of like the culture of it all. You do it at all. Because I go back to my girlfriend, and I'm making her breakfast just because she, her boss. She deserves it. Because she deserves it, and like, her boss is mad at her. I'm like, all right, well, let me go make you some omelet, yo, girl. So it's like, 
See, and that, that shouldn't be like, oh, like a chivalry thing. Like, no, oh, my dickhead boyfriend made me breakfast again. No, and, 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 and it should just be an awesome thing. My girlfriend does that for me all the time. Like, it, the, 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 it's like, a mutual understanding. It's a yeah. mutual she had a bad day, you're going to try and do something to... Oh no, that's true. I do just want to clarify when I said that, that's absolutely 100% true. Yeah. Being a female, we will go to the deepest, darkest detail and have absolutely no reservations yeah. if that's your personality. That happens for sure. And I'm one of them. I'm very, sure. not private at all. <laughs> so where does this go? Where is the, where is the future of gender? talking about is recognizing each other and being uh, chivalrous to each other mm -hmm. just genuinely because you want to because it's the goodness out of your heart they want to be kind to someone else mm -hmm. I mean that seems like yeah. the best solution and eliminate everything else out of it because mm -hmm. culture will always separate roles for everyone oh, but in the words of Chris Brown and this is This is not gender. This is male or female on both ends of the spectrum. There's male hoes, there's female These hoes ain't loyal. So, I mean, hey, man. From the philosopher with the beat woman tattooed to his neck. Thank you. Thank you, Nolan. I think that maybe probably the future of gender is it'll be a little more liquid. But it's less to be contained within something. Okay. So gender so, will still be a factor, but it there, may not it be will, a two. It will still be something course. to hold it, but it's definitely going to be able to probably move a little more freely. But like I was saying before earlier, is that something just cannot be eliminated truly. Mm -hmm. And so right. that's kind of why I'm thinking that. I don't know. I think, I think like, again, the internet, the internet is like lending itself to this very weird saying this gray do area mm -hmm. where like we don't you don't know the future of the internet because it's only been around for like two years it's <laughs> only been around for like a year and a half right mm -hmm. basically but, like like two years right like since bios uh mm -hmm. no but i think that i think that the internet has a really important role to play mm -hmm. in gender equality sure. and inequality and i think that not that we're gonna see an end of it in our lifetimes, but I think that we're going to be so much further, like light years further than back in the 50s when it wasn't like acceptable at all to be gay. Mm -hmm. I just, I, I well, think there's a, like the tides are turning. Well, we like the tides are turning racially, the tides are turning like yeah. on, on gender well, equality. Like there, we are in on the precipice and I, I know that the there's one of the, points was mm -hmm. it's precipice we are on the precipice of a huge change like we are on at the tipping point and racially i don't know if it's uh, going to end in an all-out war like like i don't know if like everyone's just going to start killing everybody on the racial end of it but on the on the gender equality end of it like shit is happening right now Shit is changing. Well, the that's true. But and in ten years, CEOs right now, companies. This this is a grand opportunity for gender equality to, to really be at it at it where it needs to be. There's mm -hmm. a lot of female CEOs 
a lot of females more graduated than men. Well, but I know, but also like the woman, the, the director, the CEO of the New York Times, was it? Was like recently fired because really? of her, like she wasn't paid the same rate as, what it, like, as uh, her male counterpart that she took over. And then she was fired when she questioned it. So it's like, there's, it's still gonna be a battle. It's mm -hmm. still gonna be an uphill battle for everyone, for, well, I for, for black Americans, for, mm -hmm. for women, for, women, for sure. like gay, lesbian, transgender. Like mm -hmm. it's going to be an uphill battle for a long time, but we're, there's definitely something happening. I see. I I agree, but I but I but I disagree that the, that the thing that is happening is gray. I think that while we are getting more gray on a lot of certain issues, what I see is instead of it being black and white, we are nominating a lot of solid colors in its place. We have people on the extremes of a lot of different ideas as opposed to two sides now. Because not now we don't we we have people who are equality to the extreme, where well, they think political correctness to an extreme degree is the only answer. We have people who are who are anti who are now passionately anti-feminist or passionately feminist, where they think that their way is the only way, and that there has to be a grace period of revenge in either direction now. Or we have people who think that these sort of things were like gay or straight or transgender or this or that, but every opinion now seems to be going to its extreme, as opposed to everyone meeting in the middle. Cat. Can we just like break off to extreme and feminism real quick and talk about Beyonce's feminism blasting up behind her and a jackass type? <laughs> How do you feel about How that? How do you guys feel about that? You ever seen I a love Beyonce it. video where it's like uh, shit that everybody loves shit to do to Beyonce does? That's it. What? I'm sorry. That's that's very relevant to what you're what you're saying. I just saw um, a video this morning. Please don't. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry. There was a. a Beyond a video this morning on uh, Facebook, it's like shit that Beyonce does. Everybody, mm. <laughs> it was like brush my teeth. No, 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 brush my teeth. I think what he's trying to say is that that was also mentioned in there. Like this, <laughs> like this. It's a, a woman just kind of wearing an outfit that's very risque, but yet posing with a giant feminist sign behind her. Because I think what you're trying to say is like Beyonce is kind of contradicting. She does. 100% all the time. Why? However, I don't see, I don't see how the risque outfit is a contradiction to feminist. I don't think so. Well, I, 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 mean, I, I think so. If you listen to if you listen to half of Beyonce's songs and what look at her video, what, what is like a sonically technical amazing. definition of a you kind of exactly. believe in and, and kind of mm. model your your life around or whatever. I haven't, I mean, just, I don't know. I'm not actually a Beyonce fan. I, I get mark. her in some ways, but the feminist argument, I, I don't like that she's the face of feminism because I don't think she has the ideas she, to who support said she it. Was about. She, she can vaguely do things that are feminist, but she doesn't have like ideas to support that. She just got beats. But she, she can has be great production. That's she it. Can be no, she got no voice. Singer. She has hips. I think she can be an amazing. She person. Yeah, Every, everyone, she all of the men, I would like to note, just went no into beach. this like transcendental, like, oh, Shakira like staring into the up. ceiling, like, oh yeah, she's got hips. But if you go by your, your argument, Shakira has hips. Oh, she ain't making it. 
or Jessica Simpson has Beyonce got Shaka 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 a bigger I think, I think at the end of the day, everyone has an idea of feminism, and everyone's idea of feminism will sway to like counter their point. And, and that's the problem, where you can, you can be so wishy-washy on like, very specific things. Like, like, I love Beyonce. I think she's an incredible performer. Like, she, she's a fucking hot-ass woman mm-hmm. with amazing legs and an ass that I would love to see in person sure. at one point in my life. You say that. But... It, what she's doing is she's like shaking her ass up on stage for millions of people, making so much money off of it with a sign like the word feminism behind her. Mm-hmm. No, like that. That just shut up. That <laughs> that contradicts basically what she's about. But I still love it. I guess. Well, I think so. I'm a hypocrite. Sure. Is the but, moral of that story? But I'm not. I'm not because I think one of the things that Beyonce is doing by exhibiting a, pork marinator. I think one of the things that that Beyonce is doing by exhibiting a, a massive feminist sign behind her and 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 bringing up feminism all the time is rather than having her lyrics be this is what feminism feminism this is what feminism is. She's she's more bringing to the table. I want everybody here to be thinking about feminism. Yeah, I think I Queen Bay wants everyone thinking about Queen Bay, and that's that's, that's, that's the ultimate. Point. That's my point. Like I'm she, wondering if uh, by Beyonce sort of, it's not that she maybe has a sign that says feminism, it's that a lot of girls kind of jump on that train and they say, and they're empowered by it, which is great. But yeah. the question I think that I have is, is it the right kind of um, empower, is she the right example to empower people? And so it that, is that like, like yeah, because there are better examples out there, but she's the one yeah, but yes who's and, in the media. But yes if you no. if you meet it on the other side, our symbols of masculine show display that same sort of thing in that same sort of venue by masculine through murder and rape. No, but also like I mean, Beyonce other, yeah. is is the kind of celebrity <laughs> that that doesn't let her life get cataloged. Like she doesn't allow. Like she's very aware of her of her public appearance and she doesn't allow paparazzi to follow her around unless it's like like she has created this weird world around her guess cat go okay you're dying yeah i am dying because mm-hmm. does beyonce know what world she's creating beyond her because she i don't know that she does but she is she crazy has. hold on guys because she she recently went on this like Jay Z tour with her and, and mm-hmm. on the run, or on, the on the run, and they look like gangster hoodlums, and I'm like, Robert. that's great for black women. Go Beyonce, like mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like way to make us look bad again, you know. And it's it's coming from <laughs> some like an idol that's like higher than anything at this point, higher than the fucking Pope. Let's just say that shit. Yeah, and Definitely. it's just like it's kind of like okay, so like I want to know who brought that idea to the table. Because Beyonce has not been an advocate for feminism. I have never linked Beyonce to feminism in, in ever until she brought up no. that sign behind her. So Probably when it was hashtag feminism, when it was mm. trending, and so then you gotta make a comment. So now I'm hashtags curious, like, who was, who who I mean, hashtags her. make things valid. But, but aren't these, but aren't these ideas that are so being represented bigger than the idols that are right. representing them? Hashtag right. Yes, but Donnie, but if it's people, it happens. If it's people who aren't really familiar with the term or the um, ideology or anything like that, then this is the representation. 
in the bigger picture but, to some people. But no one's going to learn anything like that through watching a musician like some on stage. Some people do, though. But you some could. Do. What do they learn? What, do what, they learn? what do people learn? What, what, what do they learn from Beyonce? The They're empowered, which is great. That's Women should be empowered right. by people like her. She's successful. That's great. But is it the right kind of like, are they learning anything from it besides being empowered? Like, how, how is this helping? Uh, feminism. How is this helping women? How is this? But like, isn't empowerment important? She is important? a famous woman. Do you remember the, You guys all remember the ice bucket challenge, please, right? Please. Yes. Yeah. What's that? I, I, that, that sounds like a distant memory, immediately yeah. forgotten. Right, right. But to me, I, I think one of the things that Donnie said earlier that kind of like stuck with me is the fact that regardless of what Beyonce is representing or what she's saying, she even if it's uh, 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 what's it? I'm not misleading, but even if it's misdirected, Beyonce is has a wide span uh, of uh, reach, mm -hmm. and regardless if she's doing this right, all the other people who are out there will rise to that occasion to either counteract that and that thus bring more attention to it. Because mm -hmm. like this whole ice bucket challenge, kind of like to me was kind of like in a similar sense, like a lot of people did it, but in the wrong way. Like they like it, the the whole point of the ice bucket challenge was to feel what the people with the disorder felt. Was to have muscle contraction that didn't allow you to move, but then you had a lot of people who did it wrong, were just like water. I don't right? know. Did you, did you see the Kermit ice bucket challenge? Kermit? Kermit? Yeah. The frog? Uh, the frog. What would happen? It was amazing. What happened? What happened? I mean, he's a he's a Muppet and he he's a reptile, so it could have killed amphibian. him. Amphibian. He's an he's an but amphibian. He's a puppet. Is that the right. same thing? He's well, he's a puppet. Yes. The point I was trying to make is but that most people incredible. are still they're ignorant. They don't like. They might not go about it the right way, but they're bringing a good amount of attention to it. Mm -hmm. And so even if you are angry at the way everyone else is doing it, the way that you're going to show that is by looking it up. And exactly. And culturally, but Donnie, by he talks about this earlier. I think this was today, where I was saying like awareness. What is that even? Remember, I was reading some article. And it was like awareness mm -hmm. doesn't count for anything. But isn't 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 this anti Beyonce argument essentially when you boil it down to? It's because you're you're not accepting the uh, the message that Beyonce is at least attempting to represent because you find Beyonce annoying. But the thing no. is, I don't think it's an anti. I mean, I might just be speaking for myself, but I don't think it's an anti-Beyonce thing. Like I think we all kind of secretly love Beyonce. I openly I, love Beyonce. And I I openly <laughs> and outwardly yeah. love Beyonce. Yeah, like I, I Queen I do Bay. I secretly love her. You you I don't you, I don't. This her, isn't this isn't about Beyonce. But no, but I want to get to the point that, uh, which I don't want anyone to jump in on this because it's possible. But I made this argument before about Kanye with his art world representation, mm -hmm. art world, his place in the art world and his whatever. But anyway, the point is about Beyonce is that I'm not sure that this is coming within. This is idea that was born inside her and it's coming out of her. It does feel like something that's like, well, yes, we do grow as the years go on and things come to our attention and whatever, but it doesn't feel like it's coming but in why to out. It feels like outside influence. But why does that matter? Why aren't we why are we mad at Beyonce for doing it and not mad at other people for not doing it better? I'm talking about society here. Celebrities I'm gonna say are like vessels. Society. For I'm talking about society, not Beyonce. Beyonce, yeah. be who you are, you're awesome. All I'm saying is the people who are educated about feminism, mm -hmm. they should be on the top. Every woman should know about someone who knows 
about feminism, who knows the facts, the history, everything, not Beyonce. Mm-hmm. I mean, Beyonce's great. Everyone should love sure. Beyonce, sure. I just, All, my I think point that is that they should also um, be aware of the people who are actually educated because they're not learning anything from Beyonce. All they are is empowered, and they love her music, and that's great. Mm-hmm. And I get that. But they shouldn't feel like, yeah, feminism, Beyonce, because they don't understand it. People don't understand that just from her holding a flag because all she is is a, a singer. A right. beautiful short. And, and it has a butt, I and that's we great. Don't, I hope we don't leave this podcast as enemies. No. no. no I love Beyonce, not, but I'm just healthy. saying. That's, I think my, I don't know. But I think, I think that, you know, like Beyonce's role is like integral into American society. Like right. celebrities sure. play a role. They are the like they are the creators like they're the new royalty. They are they are the fucking new royalty. People pay like, attention to them. People, everyone, unfortunately, pays attention to That's them. That's my point. And whatever they say is is gold, and mm-hmm. and it's it's sad, but that's the world that we live in. Is she saying what people need to hear? And I don't know. Probably I cannot not. answer that. Probably not. I'm guaranteeing you, maybe almost not. That was my point. Maybe I shouldn't guarantee. <laughs> I'm not it. sure you understand guarantees, but continue. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I shouldn't guarantee it, but. Like celebrities, unfortunately, have like this say and this role in in, in public volume. Like it's it's insane. Like it's totally insane, and they I shouldn't. Mean, the well, there's the celebrities that do become famous. I mean, do you realize that celebrities cater to us? They're almost like a reflection of us. Just like how Donnie was saying that uh, about religion. Like, are we really referencing religion, or is we? Uh, I mean, uh, no, are we culture? Are we, yeah, are we really kind of representing culture from the past, or is this a reflection of us? And I feel like celebrities are, in a sense, a reflection of us. They do the things that we want to oh, see. That's, so mm-hmm. that's why we see a Honey Boo Boo. I, yeah, I watch these oh shows, and I'm thinking, there's an eight-year-old girl, which is not Honey Boo Boo, by the way. It's like some other show. She's dancing with a bunch of male strippers, and her mom is okay with this. The father's okay with this. The man is okay with this. But why is it on TV? Because people want to see it. Because oh producers don't spend money. People I mean, reality reality TV shows are like a whole other podcast. Still, but Beyonce will do these things. Like all the all the nature of her songs. Why isn't Mary J. Blige as big as she used to be? Because Mary J. Blige was talking about a lot of depressing types uh, type of uh, uh, issues. Mm-hmm. Like Beyonce is catering to the the happier kind of. Part of it. You don't know what goes on in Beyonce. Did you see that elevator scene? Like, shit, we're going down. What was it? What was it? Ah, damn, what's that line? You know, uh, shit goes down when you got over two, two billion dollars in the elevator. Mm-hmm. Of, of course, shit goes down when you got two billion dollars in the elevator. But that's that's the point I'm trying to make. That's part of the problem. Is Beyonce? What we're talking about? That exactly. Beyonce does not feel fucking real at all. I I feel that she has a facade on that is just. I don't, if yes. it's Wait, this isn't about Beyonce. Let her, no, 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 she doesn't feel real, and I feel like that's part of the problem because if you're the new royalty of our society and you do not come across as real, 
You are as useful as actual royalty, which is not useful at fucking all. But the option, but the difference between Beyonce and actual royalty is we have the option to not watch her. Yeah. Yeah. And what I was gonna mm -hmm. say was no, that no, you don't have the option to not yeah, watch we her. Do. No, yeah. because she's everywhere. We gotta buy You could filter it out, but the, it's like I mean, if you don't go on the internet, yes, you, you don't have to watch Beyonce. If you bring the situation to another level, like let's say us, for example, like and our like in our daily lives and who we answer to. For example, let's say Beyonce has a boss, and we are her boss. She answers to us in a, in a kind of way. And there's a lot of things you probably would say or not say to your boss to keep your job. And I feel like in some kind of ways, when you see Beyonce doing these things, even though her characteristics might be one thing and her portrayal as an artist might be another, it's not to say that it isn't real because she's, in a way, like openly contradicting herself for the sake of, of, of money or work. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like there's a lot of things you'll keep in not to get fired, right? Yeah, but I'm also always me. I may not say things I want to say all the time, yeah. but at the end of the day, I'm mostly me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's, for me, what kind of puts me off of Beyonce and like I was saying related to the bigger thing is like the royal, royal family is the, the royal family in England, whatever. People don't like them because you're just representing an idea that you don't stand behind. Like that you don't even aren't even really truly educated on. Like you are the face of something, but what is underneath that? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the difference. And when you want to be a people pleaser, you have to thin yourself out. Because if you want to please everybody, you can't take a stance on this, 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 and this. And unfortunately, when you're a mega celebrity and you want to please a lot of people, you have to thin yourself out. Mm -hmm. And that's sure. So beyond that, what do you think? What do you think the role the role of the, of a black of black women in feminism is? What do you think? Huh. Seems like a kind of like a new role. It is a new role because because it's. I think it's a power role for sure. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I mean, black women have always been kind of taught and raised to be powerful, strong black women. It it almost seemed like a thing that was almost exclusive to black women just to you know to say that. Powerful. A strong, powerful black woman. Definitely. I've heard that like a billion times in my life. Yeah. I think it's a powerful position position to have now because <clears throat> we were talking about like in our society right now where it kind of the precipice of a great change and we want to overcome any kind of obstacle and race for a long time was perceived as an obstacle, still still is for many people. And so it's like it's not only are you dealing with a race issue, but you're dealing with a gender issue. Mm -hmm. So if you like rise up as a strong black woman oh, or whatever is. race you are, but that's, you're in a position to really speak on something. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's a really um, important position. I mean, but, but what, if, what, what would you do though if Beyonce did become more educated about feminism and then use that platform to go somewhere else? Would you feel better? Right. I think Good if she became more educated on the platform of feminism, she'd step away because it wouldn't entertain her entire I mean, audience. It would become selective, and then it would become a really big problem. Mm. Like people would be biased against that group, right? Because so, like, so, are you saying that it would be less entertaining or yeah. or less relatable? It's a, ni a niche market. It's yeah. like a yeah, like like she's just saying like feminism right now, right? Mm -hmm. But it's like if she did become more educated about it, she would be more aware to not touch on the subject because she doesn't know her crowd, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And like, who knows? Like, 
She can have a, a bunch of people who hate feminism and just like her songs about like being pretty and bow well, down bitches. That's true, but if, but when you get to this level of like of like danceable content, is 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 lyric are the lyrics really as important as all that? Have you? There's a woman who actually like just speaks Beyonce lyrics, mm -hmm. and it changes the whole tone of it. It it was actually amazing. I mean, to to hear her. I was it put a ring on it to hear that being spoken. She has also the irreplaceable, which right. is like get the fuck out because I cheated on me song. Right, because like if you think about it, it's like you know she she does have to balance it out, you know, to danceable songs and things that one notice because even the content of that song might have had substance, but the rhythm and beat of it, you don't even give give a damn. You, it's a catchy beat. You just hear the ding 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 ding. Well, Lady Gaga described that as pretty much the spoonful of sugar, mm -hmm. which is when you really want someone to take the medicine, you gotta make it sweet. Right. Yeah. And see, I think the way Lady Gaga came up in the celebrity role, like yeah. she was definitely stranded, standing up from transgender, transgender from day one. So I think she know, like, I don't know, you know what I mean? I would hope that she would like, you know, the way that she speaks upon it and she represents it, you know what I mean? She's kind of like a little more like in that realm and on her game with that. Mm -hmm. And it's like Beyonce's kind of coming out of left field right now being like feminism. And it's like, yeah, this is going to make your numbers skyrocket, but it's also going to make a whole other, like a bunch of people question, mm -hmm. you know, your... Well, that's how I feel about Jay-Z with elitism stuff too. I remember we were like going off, yeah. we were talking about this a couple weeks ago, but it's like, I also feel that way. But like this is like going back to, to uh, uh, nature versus culture. Like, I mean, what kind of culture do you think she came from? Like, uh, as far as growing up? Church like, culture. Really? Was she? I mean, yeah. I mean, HBO documentary opens up in her house that she grew up in. Nice big. Real nice. Yeah, yeah but very cute. Well, <laughs> um, like yeah. as much as I hate to say this and as much as I love Beyonce, well, like she ditched her two counterparts or three other counterparts in the beginning with Destiny's Child. Wow. And, you know, she became like a, like a single entity. I don't like mean I'm mad at all though. But but it's like if she's really a feminist. That's, I mean, fem I, mean she, you don't know I don't that. I don't think that has to do with feminism. No. I think that has to do with more like entertainment. Yeah. And just that shit. With profitability. Yeah. yeah. Like if, if those girls were all white, she'd probably be like, be out. Right. <laughs> but um, this shit's gonna be real and it's is, gonna be me. It's like, just like <laughs> the same thing with profitability, not the same thing as like I like mean, she ditched her her initial like the reason that she got into the music business was with Destiny's Child, with this, those two other singers. And then at one point she was like, you know what, I'm a commodity, fuck all y'all. And then she now she's like the voice of feminism. So it's like a- She's not it's the a, voice of feminism. No, but it, like in, in some people's eyes, she's some the voice people. of yeah, feminism. Yeah, so like it's a very clear progression. It's like, like Queen Bay is Queen Bay, and she rules that, over her territory. You see and where that's a good thing, though, is because there's a lot of ignorant people who did not really know feminism, and now are aware. The people who already knew feminism look at Beyonce and question. Yeah, but what did she do to achieve that? But, it but that's a, it's, it's not about the merits of her. It's about being aware. It's just like, for example, like. Uh, but you might just be defending it. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm defending the idea that people are more aware and questioning feminism right. and discussing it in a way that's never been prevalent in popular right. culture. Right, the majority of her... Right, but how did she get to where she is? Does by, that matter? By stepping over two other sing? women... Well, and she married one of the better rappers. And, and, and but like how does anyone get anywhere? 
Yeah. Not sure. I don't think but, I've this issue myself personally. But no. what do you think about Lady Gaga then? It, well, I because you made a really good point. She's also in the end. I think a lot of these political ideals are a business. And as, yeah. and as much as these people do represent these ideals, yes, they are making money off of business. them, which is why I think that we need to take away the realistic career aspects of who exactly. these people are and see them more as realistically idols, Grecian right. figures that represent a particular point of view, the god of, the god of feminism, the god of, yeah. of, of relatability, you know? Like, they, they're, these aren't people, and we right. should, like, these, these are, these are, Characters, these are faces that exactly. we're that we're looking that's at, that, it, that, yeah. and and it's not about who they are or how they got there or who they're right. having sex with or left behind. It's about what they represent to our culture. Because, well, what about? Okay, here's a really good example. By the way, Christina Aguilera. She's a pop figure. She's famous, right? She's been speaking about feminism for years. She also did the dirty shit, and people were like freaked out because she did the assless chaps and all that. Sure. And they're like. What is that kind of feminism? This is way before Beyonce even stepped on that territory. Mm -hmm. And she was just saying, I care about females. I yeah. care about female issues. And she has been on top of that shit for way longer. But, she it, was doing but, it's, not, but it's not about who did it first. Ago. It's about who did it most effectively. Yeah. Bam. It's true. That's exactly, yep. Dami, I agree. But it's also kind of like no one, one talks about her in this bigger picture here um, of celebrity and feminism. She did the song Beautiful, which is still now to this day kind of like a very like iconic song when it comes to standing up for yourself as a female, as yeah. someone who's oppressed or whatever. That's true, but it's movie, also but like she's it's also a representative person. It's also about your parents and like what they teach you. And it's it's about like I am terrified because I'm in that age gap where I'm going to have children in the next couple of years. Why? Because I am 35 and so? I want to have a baby soon. You want babies? I do. What the? I want to have a baby because I think they're fucking awesome. But you and gotta wait at least eight years before they can even like hold up, their own. Shut Before they can even hold their own. Yes. They can't do shit. They just chilling. I know. For eight years. I know. And I think that I think no. that they're incredible yeah, little things that teach you. So much about who you are. They teach they, me how to laugh and how to take just, shit easy. Just shut your mouth for one second. And I, I think that one of the biggest problems that is never addressed is the parents who are not instilling uh -huh. this like value in children in the beginning well, where they have to look to Lady Gaga and they have to look to Queen, well, Queen Bay. Not necessarily. What? I mean, it's, it's all on you then. I mean, no, on, it's on the, the influences no, that just, you allow your. That, I think that if you were seed to listen it's to, not to be influenced, it's also about the environment that they bring up too. I agree. Right. So it's like that nature it's versus nurture. It's like, of course, the nurture is your parents, and the nature is the environment. Of course, but I think that. Oh God, Go. I have dug myself into Go. such a hole right now. I think that. I think that people like children that rely dependently on Beyonce and Lady Gaga and Common Amazing are that. fucked. What? Because I grew up on Common. You also Chicago. had you also had like outside influence. You had your fucking parents. And I think I, got it's, one dad. I think it's the parents' role. No mama. 
well, I didn't have a dad. I had a mama. One woman raising three kids, and I was a nightmare. And I definitely I looked to outside. I, I definitely looked to outside roles, but my mom was consistently hard on me all the time. And she, like, she made me the person that I am. And I love her. Like, I, I hated her growing up. I hated her. She was a, a nightmare. We were always fighting. But she would never let me, like, sink to that level. I'm, I'm quote, I'm air quoting. Mm -hmm. She would never <laughs> let me sink to that level. Because she always saw better in me. And if it wasn't for her, like, I don't... I. I would have been like governed by the internet and like what was cool on the internet at the time and and that's what kids like that's what kids are growing up now to be like those fucking assholes that like have cell phones at the age of 12 and they can govern their own influences. how many is that eight eight at eight somebody just put their fingers up Takes me a long time to count numbers. I went mm -hmm. to art school. <laughs> eight years old. Count colors. They have Facebook accounts at eight years old. And it's just like, you're not a human being. Like, you you need to live your life off of the internet. You know what I, I mean, but those things, those kids will evolve the same way we did. And I feel like with, with knowledge and time, like, I, I mean, I could say I went from being a really nice guy to being a complete asshole, but with influences in my life, and the fact that, that, yeah, I, I found a happy medium between between that, but I only did it with obviously influences of others, public figures that kind of influence my mind. And I feel like you'll you you will eventually find a good path, like a, a good path for yourself. And because of people, hopefully, like, hopefully, I I think for the most part, people tend to be to do so. And people like Beyonce who do, even though it, it might be misdirected or uh, to some people undeserving, but they do make a point to reach out. And for me, I can see that and I can appreciate an effort and, rec and separate that from, you know, uh, from, from does that person really know what they're talking about or should I appreciate that person trying? Just like when you see, your, you know, this might be a weird example, but seeing a, a fat person at the gym, it's like some people can sit there and just make fun of that fact. What do you know about working out? But the point is that person is trying. They're making an effort. And one day they'll get to a point where they're at 2% body fat if they wanted to. This is not healthy. This but, is not healthy. But the point is, it's just like, it's just, it's, I mean, I don't know. I just, you just went off on a tangent. You're going to have influences everywhere. And, of course. And, and hopefully the goodness in you will kind of filter out and shine through. Right. I actually read a really interesting article about the fact that we're the, well, the internet generation and that um, the negative aspects of never having curiosity because you can look anything up at any time yeah. and the effect that has on but us as a culture. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't that's necessarily so that's true because just because I think that it's true that we can look up anything that we want but that also means we can satisfy any curiosity or, that we have. And I'm not sure that discourages. They're saying that's the, the negative part is that if you can satisfy that, you never have to wonder and you never have to formulate your own ideas before you know the answer. But can that, I ask but you that, a question? How old are you? I'm 27. How old are you? 27. How old are you? 25. How old are you? Baby. What? All right. Okay. I'm 35. 
Hmm. And wow. it's totally different. Uh, what is? Because no, I didn't and grow and up with the internet. But see, like, this is I where mean, it goes back is, to, like, I that mean, whole thing where it's, like, you got to understand where other people come from, like, and, like, see I where they're it. coming from. And, like, when I see, like, going back to, like, the whole feminism thing, like, you know, if I were to talk to my pops about this, like, whole feminism damn thing, he'd be, like, he'd be, like, what kind of communist, like, get to all this, <laughs> you know, get out, whole, like, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be, like, uh, you know what I mean? It's just not the way it is, but he's from a different time, so it's, like, he's not going to understand him. You know, not like force upon him, but just like you know, enlighten him to. Um, but like then, you know, if you talk like even even our views are different from people who are are, are twelve now. You know what I mean? Like you try and talk to it like what they're saying, they're gonna think of it differently until like one day twelve. Um, but like they're gonna grow upon it, and like it's just like what we're exposed to, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's yeah. it's 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 definitely like especially like the time gap. No, no. There's I, always been a time gap, but I think it's just like, like the increments are getting like way higher. As far like when technology is becoming more advanced, the, the yeah. babies that are being born right now are going to be able to, yeah, like use a cell phone and a laptop and an iPad at two months old, <laughs> mm-hmm. because it's being catered Is that to. A bad thing? I don't know. I, I mean, like. What are the studies done on children now versus children like when I grew up that were playing outside? I think it kills romanticism, which just absolutely yeah makes me so very what sad. But then that again um, that comes back to the parent. Like it's now it's now your duty when you have kids to relay the the nostalgia and like the things that you grew up on like it's now your duty to do that yeah I think one thing in particular is the nature thing to yeah. answer the question about like imagination and romanticism and whatever it's like that's can you imagine not knowing that the earth is round mm-hmm. could you say that information helped you like because because like let's say when you didn't know you you know uh, you you did wonder mm-hmm. it's kind of like the same way that I didn't know it's was yeah. and moved to the country and I heard that like ah! it becomes like a little more crazier than that sure oh, as crazy as I was and I was like what the fuck is that shit are those bats like, <laughs> yeah. those are bats and then it's like oh my friend was like no that's like ladybugs and that looks like this and it's a bunch of sand it's kind of like that feeling but it's like yeah I guess yeah, like but imagine and that's how everything was created by the what the fuck is that then we all gave explanations, and that's how mythology. And then we were religion, religion, and everything happened. And then we got them right. <laughs> but was the world better when yeah. we didn't know anything? I, like when we were all relying, when we all, as, as we were discussing before, when everyone didn't have the connectivity to allow feminism, for example, to come forward. Everyone was alone. Right. No one knew about anything. No one knew that there right. were other people like that. No one knew about the other planets or... Or, or, or any history that they could easily look up, you know? Right. And, and, and for that matter, we would not be having this conversation right now if it were not for the internet. Exactly. And Something in real life. Right. Wait, That's so we're talking pre-internet or, or we're going way back? We're, we're talking everything. We're everything. Talking we're talking about history. Like, like, we wouldn't know history. And, and like the point you made earlier, you, you were basically on the side of internet. I'm sorry, on the side of technology saying how it's going to be it's going to. Yeah, and it's and like the, it's a blessing and a curse, is what I said. And I feel like, but the thing is, like most 
like, uh, what, what do they call when a, a teenager finds themselves like? Uh, <laughs> coming of age. I feel like there's, there's, there's always going to be a different coming of age story. And each kid, kid will go through a phase. But it's essentially the same. Exactly. They're going to go through a lot of belligerent things. Like, I, I used to get in a lot of fights uh, uh, when I was younger. I did things that I probably, I, w I won't say. But the point is, I evolved from that. I grew up and I learned. And I feel like every kid, no matter what generation, either, either it be a thousand years from now, will have that same progress. Not exactly the same, but we'll have that progression of growth. Mm -hmm. it, it's going to be different. Well, I, 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 I think so as well. It's just yeah. Also, it's coming from the point of view of I've been, I was internet schooled from fourth grade. Right. You know, like I was, I was educated entirely on the internet. Right. That's insane to me. And I came from the opposite, which was when I was young, I went to a Montessori school that was in the middle of the woods. Mm -hmm. So we were hands in earth. And how was your education? Yeah, my education was, this is how my education was. Mm -hmm. My Okay, I got brought into public school in third grade, and I did not understand what was happening. I was like, why is everyone so restricted? Why is everyone so oppressed? Mm -hmm. Because where I came from, everyone was like fucking tapping trees for syrup. We were building teepees in the wood, and we were building dams mm -hmm. in the streams by our school and we were very much like we, we did fundraisers for the rainforest like this was very much like hands to earth kind of thing and um i didn't understand it but i can tell you that if i have children and i very very much want to have children of course i want it all man because i also want to be a bad bitch in my career mm. but bad bitch. <laughs> i want to have it all <laughs> But I want my kids to have that same education, which is very much married to the romanticism we talked about before, which is gotta get out, gotta, gotta fucking touch earth. You I gotta relate to the history that we have, and mm -hmm. you have to be able to imagine. And I feel like nature helps inspire, and then imagination is sparked. Well, anyway, the point but is- why does, But why, does, why, do, why do nature and technology have to be separate? The thing is, because they don't have to be because separate, when they you're, just happen to be one or the other. When you're in, in when you're in nature, and you're a child in nature, and you have nothing around you, you have to make do with what's around you. You have some rocks and some sticks and mm -hmm. some leaves and sure. some dirt and trees. Yeah, and that's it. Mm -hmm. And your imagination has to create worlds, like in order, like from you, scratch. You, from scratch, where the internet. You have yeah. everything at your fingertips. It just all tells the you time. what is instead of you creating what could it be. But, but 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 also what 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 this all nature point is also advocating is starting from scratch every time. Whereas you can't you can't stand on the shoulders of giants unless you know who the giants no, are. You can't improve upon a science right. or a technology or an idea. That's not necessarily true. It's not necessarily true. Don't I mean, you but know it's, about Newton. Donnie. I'm talking well Newton for example yes Newton right. quit school right and like found the fucking uh, uh, laws of gra physics and gravity mm -hmm. on his own in his fucking house like in his apartment but, after but, he quit school but, but where wait, would we be if we had to start from that apple falling every but time Donnie, that's not but it. he what what are you you're contradicting what you're saying no, no what he's saying is that he didn't necessarily start from scratch because he did have a foundation he had a foundation and then he's like to. the point is you have to be able to arrive
write at the idea on your own. You need to build but the structure in your mind to think, not start from scratch in society, but in your mind, your individual growth, you need to be able to come to these ideas on your own or something with, within that but we but we need new ideas. But we need people we need people to jump off from where we've already gone. Or not jump off to delve into stuff already because I feel like we're just like I don't know. I'm not the best person to quote either, but I feel like life's becoming like that movie Idiocracy where <laughs> we're all just like because we have technology right there, we have the answers right there resolved for us. But that means we can learn immediately. We can learn immediately, but then we, but who, but I would who like really to be known that the host has taken his hair it's out of his ponytail <laughs> and is now serious <laughs> about this conversation. Well, this is very important to me. This is like the thesis well, of my I life. I mean, this is what you were, you grew up on. It's the same reason why like, I don't know about it. But it's never right going now. to be different. From Hold on. Well, that's, the, that's what you say. It's the same reason why I had the Urban Dictionary 5% rather than me to like read a book and know. Like, that's idiocracy in of itself. Mm -hmm. Like, I should, especially as a black man in this country. But I think we're all clone, idiots. We're all idiots. Like, we're all idiots. But all that's the danger. Like, we need to acknowledge that and like be able to say, like, let's do something about this because otherwise our future generations are going to be a whole lot dumber and technology is only going to answer more problems so that we're just like, hey, I can just go look this up. But you wouldn't have known if you didn't have it. Yeah. That's true. not true. True. Well, you wouldn't Because have of technology, you wouldn't have known? About the five percenters. I we, mean, there aren't books or like... Yeah, there, is. there are books. But it wouldn't have been able like, to be a factor of this conversation. Either books or a computer, there's still a tool. There are a lot of people who did not even go to a library when there were books. I think there are two ways to educate yourself mm -hmm. in our day and age. And neither one is, is the right way at this point in time mm -hmm. because the internet is taking over everything. And, this and the internet is not going anywhere. Like it's, it's not platform. gonna stop. Right. Like the internet's not gonna all of a sudden be like one day, no, you log in, no more internet. That's never going to happen. Mm -hmm. It's, it's gonna charge people in a minute. It's gonna get bigger, trying. it's gonna get more expansive, it's going to become volatile probably at one point. It already is commercialized. Oh yeah, you're right. But but what won't stop are people that genuinely believe in like tactile learning and and her like Montessori school of learning and and you know just like letting a child be alone by himself and like the things that happen in that child's brain are, are like there you cannot replace that like you cannot you cannot there's no source of or amount of internet activity that will replace a child with like building blocks mm -hmm. on a floor by himself in a room mm -hmm. like ever sure. like a child's imagination is never going to trump the internet ever mm -hmm. and i think i don't even know what i'm saying anymore <laughs> well no i and i and i certainly agree i'm not arguing against nature it was but but i but i am saying that i think that the line between i mean between, you took your hair down it was like you were going to fight well because i think that the, the, <laughs> the line between i think the line between education are you saying lion or line line the I'm, lion I'm, the line the line the divide between the divide education between. and the internet is 
very non-existent and that the internet is nothing but information. Yeah. But here's what's scary about that though. Here's the thing, me and my friend had a conversation about this. It's information, but now it's gotten to the point where that there's so much information, it could also be twisted into some bullshit. Like my girlfriend posted on the wall. My, and I believed it for like a good minute and a half. My girlfriend posted on the wall the other day. I'm a hip hop fan. She's like, hey, Trinidad James died. I don't really give a fuck about Trinidad James. I'm like, holy shit, he died. Like, this is, you know, this is still a pretty big deal in hip hop culture. This is something that like made go to all my wrists, go to all this. But that's, look, that's what could you not have imagined? I danced my ass and I Googled it, last night. And I Googled it to, to prove your point. I Googled it and then Google was like, this, you know, this man is alive and well. I don't know what you're talking about. You Snopes it. You went to Snopes.com I know, I know and you're like, is. I'm not did a Trinidad die and, and Snopes I didn't was like Snopes false? It. I Googled it because I'm, what'd you say? Snopes? There you go. Snopes. Trinidad. Trinidad died. Trinidad died. Trinidad died. Is that what we're yeah. talking about? It, it's exactly it's what we're talking about. But I think I think nothing will ever replace a, a child's imagination. Not even like without a computer, with like the boredom. I think boredom is what makes children so interesting. Like when they're super bored and they have like they have things to use. But, and they make things like using their own imagination. A child's imagination, that's what I want to say. A child's imagination will never, ever trump the internet. Ever. I can use that. But I also feel like technology can play a role in it. Because here's my thing. I let's, just, and let's, and let's, 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 let's all remember that a cube is technology. Let's was, also just mention up, that I, he's been in and out of this conversation like multiple times. I, also, I, wait, I, I would answer. argue really quick. It, uh, with the internet, he's an African intern. <laughs> having your, having the internet at your fingertips when you want to learn things, and I don't know if it's just me, but when you have all this information at the tips of your fingers, I have a hard time retaining it all because yeah. I look up so much shit because I know it's available to me that I don't remember. I remember the basics. Actually, this is very interesting because yeah. this is one of the ways this might support your argument that technology is immediately changing the brain chemistry of humans and that we are losing the ability to retain that sort of short-term information that we could easily look up. But, but we will also have that ability to look up that information forever. That's true, but I, I find it personally disturbing. I think this is maybe some of my own just like uh, genetic chemistry that's mm -hmm. working against me, but exactly. But I'm, I'm very worried about the fact that I have to constantly look things up again. That that's I've read and I've read and I've read, but for some reason I can't that's on you. That's on your comprehension skills. No, yeah, I that's know pretty, I can always look it up again. But again, yeah. I grew up in Montessori school, so I have definitely both because we're an interesting generation, and I'm I mean, I'm turning like, 28 next month. Do you, we're an interesting generation because we you are the imagination side versus the right? We grew up. Do you know her phone number? No. Yeah. I don't know about That's fucked up oh, shit. No, no, no. That is fucked up. I do not know the man that they I have love. An iPhone. But guess what? Let me tell you something. My I phone. don't know his fucking no, that phone number. That was saying two five zero zero three five five. Shut zero your mouth. Yeah, Alex. <laughs> yes. You're obviously a twenty-three-year-old overachiever. No one's talking to you right now. Well, I was gonna say my girlfriend. My girlfriend knows my number by heart. She knows. Few other numbers by heart. It's more of like the person. And like what I was gonna say is like, 
you realize that you can't retain all that information. Uh, and I, I realize the same thing, so now I'm trying to divide, or at least trying to separate that. Like, like, like I'm, I'm trying to go from being on the internet all the time to reading a book. Even, even reading a book, if I try to read a book all day, like if I read one book and then read the second one right afterwards, there's a good chance that I'm not gonna remember the first book. And it's the same kind of issue, and it's just about that person I think balancing oh how much information. Oh my God, you're using. it's so because like, I mean difficult. We still memorize this shit. No, it's just like 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 it's just so difficult to be an adult human being in this day and age. Like there's so much like cognitive awareness that you have to like pay attention to, and like like you have to you have to pay attention to the fact that you're being a good adult. Whereas like you're yeah, but we're also all. We talked this before, Johnny, is I think, and I worry about this in relation to my memory with just about anything in my adult life, we're really all drowning everything out with alcohol. (laughs) And and it's not just that because, I mean, it's this environment specifically where you work, it's the 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 culture you grew up in, it's the New York culture, it's like all these things. And and dude, it's like, I, I feel really terrified because I have this memory problem like I'm not necessarily always relating it to okay the internet has given me this and because I know I can access it I don't always remember it or whatever it is but I've thought about it a lot like man I drank a lot in the last seven years of my life seven or so, and I smoked a lot and you do drugs you do all that shit and you're like Yo, you're am I actually sport. starting to get to the point where I can see or, or I suddenly can acknowledge that something's not there. happening here anymore. And I actually I'll really worry about that. As I'm drinking whiskey almost straight right now. I'll no, there's some, oh, there's some ginger ale in it. Yeah, it's, it's, I drink it's don't, 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 <laughs> don't try to judge. Cause I feel the same way. Cause I'm like a person like. I'm very like, worried about that. For, like, I'm a, the same way. Like, I'm a person that like, yo. You know, but who doesn't drink? I would just like let the record show. I don't I'm not on trial. I'm completely so. I just went to an island, a barrier island off of the coast of Georgia called Sapelo Island. Both Georgia the same thing. This place <laughs> is populated by 70 people. Like, that's it. 70 people. In Georgia, like American Georgia? In like American Georgia. Georgia. There's a, there's, Georgia coast is protected by some islands and they're called barrier islands. The one that I went to that is only accessible by ferry, there is no supermarket, there's nothing. Like you can't, you have to bring all of your provisions to get onto this island. And if you come onto the island without it, you don't have it for as long as you're there because there's nowhere to buy it. But in my experience on this island that is inhabited by 70 U.S. Americans. 70. 70. 7-0. They all drank. All of them. Jim Bean. They, They just drank. Like, it's just, you just drink. 
Like drinking is not a bad thing. But here's a bigger question. Well, how did they get it? Is our millennial generation okay? So I was looking at this. I was reading this Wait, article. you're talking about millennials in this island that's habited by seventy people? Here's the thing. No. How how does how does how, what's the age? What is a millennial? Old. That's that's the problem already. Old. There's a lot of us. We're the new baby boomer generation. Twenty four. <laughs> Listen, there are two people in my life who taught me to drink, two groups of people. And I'll tell you exactly who they are. Yes, Grandma. Ohioans. Mm-hmm. Okay. And grandma. And the English. Oh. Mm-hmm. Those people could outdrink anybody. Ohioan? Are you kidding me? The people here, while we're here, all the Ohio people I know drink like there's no fucking tomorrow. Oh. Bartenders and it, from and, that, But, it, but it's way. not a thing. It's not thought about. It's a cultural thing, so therefore it has well, no the thought bigger, involved. It's just outside of is. drinking. The bigger question I was really gonna get to is: I feel like millennials in general go outside those realms. We all, at one point or another, have experience with drugs. If it's not weed, then it's insert this, and that could be anything here. Digest this. Digest this, and I feel like that could warp your. Personality, but I also feel like a lot of our millennial generation just doesn't give a fuck. The whole concept of drug tests, oh, like I got friends that do a whole. I I get scared because I'm a I'm a big weed smoker, and I used to be scared about that. But I got a whole lot of friends that be, should be a lot more scared of that because they got a whole lot more in their system. And they don't give a fuck. They they just find out their partner's job. Okay, and I'm like, what are you gonna do if you? I mean, weed is fairly benign now. Weed is very benign now, but. That's, but that's almost kind of, but that almost brings raised the question then like, what's not, what's extreme? Because there's people out here, like, that makes, if that makes, if weed's benign, that makes coke the, uh, the mild, and that makes everything else, you know what I'm saying? Speaking like, from my own perspective, if I was going to say, I'm very, very open-minded, two things that are above and beyond for me, meth, heroin. Which ain't too bad. <laughs> I mean, if you're down, if you're if you're okay on uppers, yeah, that's all right. But if you're all right on the downers, like hairball and all that shit, that might be your speed. It depends on your style. I really like that. Hotic. My teeth stay in my fucking face. Mm. I like it. But here's the that's the point. The fact that we all have to argue this about about what that's the point though. That's what I'm saying. What's what's tangible and benign, and what's not benign, like. The fact that all of us, even in this room, at a range of 28 to 23, like... I met Amy Winehouse at the top of her drug stage, where she was in Camden, in London. I worked there. She would come around the bar that I worked in, and this was when she was like on like every news site every day looking like fucked up. Who? Amy Winehouse. And she came in one night, because we had a fundraiser for a bar that burnt down in Camden. She came in. She's wearing this like black bra with a mesh top on, whatever. She was like lip, like this tall, and she was fucked up, and she just looked like fucking meth took over her whole face. It was really horrible because it's one thing to see that in like tabloids or whatever, be like this person is like a shell of their former selves. When you see that in person, That's you're like, scary. and she was standing like this close to me, and I was just like, oh my god. You are a fucking skeleton with crazy, like, face eruptions happening, mm-hmm. and your hair is this tall, and she was kind of like a myth already before she even died. She was a myth already in Camden, 
and um, people would kind of be like telling her stories about their wine happens or whatever. And anyway, so she obviously ended up dying. Mm-hmm. And, and now there's a new statue. Do you guys see there's a statue erected? Yeah, I saw that. Which mm-hmm. I used to work literally right there, mm. where the statue was erected. That's awesome. You guys worked at like in, in the UK. Yeah, but the thing was that summer was the summer of Amy Winehouse because she was just in. We worked where she lived, and also because she just was off the rails at that point, and so she was just in the news every day. So we were always like, "Did you see Amy Winehouse today? Did you see Amy Winehouse today?" And eventually we did, and she just like. And I mean, we have borders, so I feel like the fact that we're all just like, we can all describe, well actually, I can't say, I can't generalize, but for the most part, there's a large community of people that can generalize and share these things, which I feel like is a difference. Certainly. So it's getting a little late. Uh, so I think we should uh, wrap up. We've had a riveting discussion on uh, Feminism and drugs and the internet and culture in, in general, but I just want to go around and sort of get everybody's final thoughts on stuff and uh, Also where you might be reached on the internet. So uh, Let's begin with Amy um, My final thoughts are Throughout this conversation, I think the Idea we should walk away with is balance mm-hmm. um, With everything that we're talking about is kind of like there's been a lot of extremes and I think that Happiness is found in balance, and it's probably one of the hardest things to attain. Mm-hmm. Um, but balance. Okay. And where and where and where can people find your balance stuff on the internet? Um, well, I have a Tumblr, which is a moral dustbin, and I think online the I think it's actually called. Um, <laughs> uh, um. 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 Oh my god, I haven't been on here for so long. <laughs> <laughs> Amy Moral Dustin. You can catch Amy Uptown in Harlem anytime, anywhere. With a bottle of Jack. With a bottle of Jack, <laughs> a bottle of that dark liquor. And a secondary bottle of Sprite or the ginger ale and a tertiary. <laughs> I, I'm doing um, traditional Haitian dances from mm-hmm. Is there anything you'd Tuesday, like? Thursday from 8 to 10. Is there anything you'd like to promote? Promote? Mm-hmm. Um, equality. Quality's awesome. <laughs> Jason, how about yourself? Final thoughts? Um, I think that the only way we can have this balance and uh, between male and females mm-hmm. is to just obviously treat each other and expect the same uh, of others. Mm-hmm. One brother that you like to be on your yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you hit a man, expect to be hit back. <laughs> <laughs> So, in the words of Chris Brown. But I, I mean, I truly believe that. Like, I don't think any woman should hit a man, and no man should hit a woman. But if you do hit a man, expect that his rage will come back. Mm. It's fucking it, karma, man. Exactly. <laughs> and I feel like, and that's the same thing. You project out what you want, mm-hmm. brought back. And, that, and that's, yeah. Complete balance. That's balance. And where can people find you on the internet? You can find me, I think mostly now, you can find me on Instagram. Uh, D-U, it's Jason D-U-H-J-E-I-S-O-N. I'm um, going to look for you. Yeah, I post. I'm going to find you. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have my kids. How about you, Nolan? Final thoughts? Uh, well, I'm pretty faded. I haven't done a lot of work back and forth, so I don't have too much. But uh, I like the theme of uh, 
you know, there's no black or white, so everything's kind of gray. Don't, if you think you have a very maintained mentality, definitely question it. You know, there's no, there's no one way or the other. There's always other stories within that. You know, um, righteous songs with James Duffield. I don't know where else to go from that. And where, where can people find you on the internet? Do you want to find me on the internet? I'm New Jack Native 91 on Instagram. Go ahead and look for 10 by 10 management, the blog on Tumblr. That's going to be up and jumping by the end of the month. But <laughs> people are looking up right now. I'm not really doing much on that stuff. I'm not. <laughs> and I'm really not on Instagram. I'm a, I'm a Facebook head, which is pretty embarrassing. Mm. <laughs> well, that's fair. That's fine. You're a millennial. You like Facebook. I like Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> now, Kat. Meow. Meow. <laughs> I enjoyed this. Final thoughts. Um, okay. Uh, conversation with kids tonight. Uh, learning on the internet is like skipping rocks. Uh, the point is huh. not to go so deep, but yes. it's to gather enough information to move on to the next thought, idea, subject. Mm. Feminism, it's all about perspective and how you can understand your own and others. And you cannot find me anywhere on the internet because I do not exist. There you go. Bullshit. Yo, I'm proud of that. But, yes, yes. Yeah, she everyone can go up sub state during the snowy weather. You can catch me there. <laughs> You're just a ghost. That's the best way to be. You can't find me anywhere. That's the best way to be. Me. Casey. My turn. Mm -hmm. What are your final thoughts? My We've final thoughts. We've discussed a lot tonight. We have discussed a lot. And I do have, I have two final thoughts. Hit me. That everyone should rewatch Thirty Rock <laughs> I agree. on the Netflix, mm -hmm. and also Netflix. new. It's Thirty-five-year-old. It's new. <laughs> it's called BoJack Horseman, and you should definitely watch yeah. that. On the Paul Netflix. F. Tompkins featuring. It's Paul F. Tompkins. He's amazing. I have been My obsessed hero. with him since Mr. Show with Bob and David. You thought with Thrilling Adventure Hour? Yes. I would love to tell my Please. David Cross story when I met him. And you can Can't. find me on the internet. <laughs> I'm on only on the Instagram, Casey Ann McPickle. Mm. And just you should watch. <laughs> you should watch Bojack Tompkins. Mm -hmm. no, it's Bojack, not Bojack Horseman. Bojack, Bojack Horseman. Horseman. No, you're Why right. You're right. I just made it real Jewish or something. <laughs> like really something. Yeah. You should watch Bojack Horseman and rewatch Thirty Rock because it's. Genius. Shout out to Pizzerina Sabaro of the Sabaro Pizza Fortune. <laughs> it's not like I don't want to know what Pizzerina Sabaro is wearing. Shut up! Oh man, I hate you both. I'm so excited. Uh, of course, of course, you all know what I think, and you can you can find me at Don Shop first across the internet, and um, some blonde. Where can people find you? I dot C dot E's in the motherfucking building. Dot C dot E's dot E's dot E's dot E's dot Cause I ain't really here. Nor do I really exist. Shut so up. wherever, wherever, or wherever. Hear that sound? There is salsa music. Wherever you see Spanish music, hearing. Wherever you see or hear Hector Lavoe, you might see me around. Guanta la vera. Guanta la vera. Guanta la vera. Oh, that is funny. All right. If you have time, riding girls. <laughs>